Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. It's a me, Amanda Garcia. <laughs> Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Excitement time. Clamp down. Clamp down. Clamp down. Clamp down. Pirates are going dancing, baby. They picked us last. They picked us last. And now we're going dancing. We're going dancing. How about those friggin' pirates? Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250, 930, online, PR927FM.com. And watch the show on Facebook Live and YouTube. Be a part of today's show. What is on your mind? And if you have a question for our guests, you can get those in at any moment in time as well as we have uh, the Delcor Players Lounge coming up later on today's edition of the program. Josh Moylan and Lane Hoover going to join us in the final hour of today's show. So if if you have a question for Hoover or Moylan, you can get it in now on Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube, and we'll ask those guys as a great baseball week, a 4-0 week, has the Pirates back inside the top 10 in multiple polls and a big week on tap this week uh, with a big midweek game against ODU coming up on Tuesday, Cincinnati coming up this weekend. So we'll talk about all that coming up hour number three on today's show with Josh Moylan and Lane Hoover. Got Brian Bailey hour two where we will talk baseball, spring football, and hoops because as we come on the show today some big basketball news a guy that has played in Minji's coliseum before i saw him play in high school in the eastern regionals bobby pettiford is coming back home coming back to the state of north carolina to play basketball was a guard at kansas originally committed to louisville out of high school now will be a pirate he has committed to east carolina out of the transfer portal so we'll talk more about that coming up in a moment and a full spring game recap coming up on today's show as well shirley rhodes is here chandler honeycutt the big dog glenn griffin and you as uh, Christian says, thoughts on Bobby Pettiford as the newest uh, player of the men's basketball team. I am uh, excited about that. I watched him, and is it, oh boy, Southeast Gilford? I'll have to look it up where he went to school. But I saw Farmville Central uh, and Baby T and Justin Wright and uh, a really good Farmville Central team beat bobby pettiford's high school team in Minji's coliseum years and years ago uh south granville was the school uh that he attended and he was their star player and a uh, very very good player at south granville and we saw him go to kansas and uh played in every game for kansas and um was really good in his sophomore season and uh we saw him uh, enter the transfer portal and join the east carolina basketball team he is his high school's all-time leader in points assists, and steals and provides um, the team with the mike or mike schwartz said the other day when he joined us he wanted more depth at guard jane walker really came on late in the year in the absence of javon small 
and you can play Walker wherever. He said they play. They started the season last year playing Jaden Walker at the four. So if Pettiford is your point guard, you can move Walker around to other positions, and you assume, you hope, he's going to improve his outside shot, that being Walker, and can put him off the ball some, or you can put him on the ball and Pettiford off the ball. It gives you a lot of options at the guard position, and this is almost like a swap with Javon Small. And I don't know who the better player is, but uh, you uh, are getting a guy that's played in big-time games and big-time moments, and uh and you know is back here in the state of north carolina i like it i like it a lot i'm fired up about this one bobby pettiford going to be a pirate uh what do you guys think as far as pettiford coming on uh christian says what will he able be able to do scoring wise well i think he can score he, you know the stats aren't eye-popping with kansas with so many stars uh but 53 percent from the field 30 percent from three 75 from the free throw line you hope he improves his outside shot he's i don't know he's not the tallest guard but he is thick is that a good way to describe a basketball player he's uh he's got some muscle on him and can use his body i, I don't know i haven't watched him enough to know if he is as good of a rebounder as Javon Small was as a guard. Javon Small is a really good rebounder, could crash the boards from that guard position. So I don't know if Pettiford is going to be as good as that, but he is a he's a high-level athlete, and Chandler was watching his game winner against, uh, was that Wisconsin? Yes. In the uh, Battle for Atlantis? Battle for Atlantis, and it was against Wisconsin. I remember this highlight earlier in the basketball year and I remember thinking, man, what a finish. What a great athletic play by that guy. And uh, I remember learning that his name was Bobby Pettiford and that he was from the state of North Carolina. And funny enough, as we sit here today, he is now a pirate. He, uh, on that long three at the end of a game, he goes in, grabs the rebound, and like a reverse. makes a reverse layup, kind of all in one motion. Yeah, literally all in one swift motion. Uh, gets under the basket and reverse lay, lays it up. And and for the win for Kansas, uh, Cass says cool hat clip. Thanks. Oh, that old thing. This this old thing. I like this one. Uh, Toronto Blue Jays spring training hat from a few years ago. Um, John's got an interesting question, and we'll get to that in a moment. But uh, Bobby Pettiford. So now you know what else will Mike Schwartz do? as far as the transfer portal goes by the way if you're wondering about Dontres styles that we talked about a lot at the end of last week he was at clark leclerc stadium on thursday i uh, visited georgetown and apparently they uh put him in a room and said you're not leaving dc uh he ends up we thought it was going to be either ecu or state that was the you know talk to brian hanks talked to others but georgetown came through with ed cooley mm-hmm very uh charismatic coach very good basketball coach but apparently uh some nil money as well and was able to lock down Dontres style so he goes to dc everybody's a little bummed about that but uh this one i'm i'm excited about because i didn't think it was going to happen because georgetown was on the list for yeah. pettiford and i was like man they're about to get a two for north carolina deal here uh florida state was also on that list where all right pettiford leaves the big 12 
what's the next best thing maybe playing in the acc revamp florida state's basketball program but now he will try to be the man here at ecu and uh i like it i'm fired up i'm just fired up because it's a local guy it's north carolina that's something that pirate fans have been wanting east carolina to east carolina basketball to do for quite a while uh we we weren't able to see it happen with joe dooley but mike schwartz one of the first things he ever said when he took the job here at east carolina was really going to you know get around the local areas and, and get some what the talent that we have here in north carolina and uh, he really is doing that he's he's hitting the north carolina trails and trying to find the talent whether they're in high school or they're you know out of state playing somewhere like a Kansas or a North Carolina, I, I was very upset to see that Dontre Styles chose to go elsewhere and decided to go to Georgetown and, and, and Bobby Pettiford. I was like, well, like kind of like what you said, Georgetown's after him too. Can they get that twofer? Uh, but I, I kind of uh, revamp my spirits there. Uh, seeing Bobby Port, uh, Pettiford will be a pirate so uh, kudos to mike schwartz and his <clears throat> christian says who else are we looking at in the portal well i know one name we're not looking at anymore and i'll read dick vitale's tweet to deliver that news the uh cougar men's basketball team and at coach simpson uh got a good one from the transfer portal as at temple university six five star guard damian dunn will play for houston Damien, spelled differently from the first time I spelled Damien, averaged 15.3 last year and will provide instant offense. Damien Dunn, out of the portal. Thanks, Dick. You got it, Chandler. Damien Dunn will not be returning to Eastern North Carolina. He will be headed to the Big 12 to play for Kelvin Sampson and Houston. So who they're looking at... I don't know specifics. Uh, we talked to Mike Schwartz last week. He did not provide specifics. All he said was a maker. I don't know if he said maker. He said shooter. But we need makers. We don't yeah. need shooters. We need makers. <laughs> People can shoot the basketball, but the question is, can they make a and basketball I, shot? Obviously, size. You lose. Um, so you lose Luigi. You gain Sear Malanga. Malanga, who I believe is six eleven. Brandon Johnson is back, uh, and Ezra as a big-time rebounder back as well. So they want some more size inside. But right now, they need a shooter. I mean, let's if we're making a starting lineup right now, I'm, I'm ready for basketball. I know it's baseball season, and we got football. <laughs> Coming off a of 4 week. I'm ready for hoops. So we've got Pettiford at guard. You got kind of a three guard look and you can say walker's a ford if you want uh but felton walker and then you've got ezra and johnson that is a that might be the most athletic starting lineup we've ever had at ecu yeah. but it's not not big you know you do you you're going to be okay non-conference with that lineup, but you're going to have to have some size in conference. But you're also going to have to have some shooting. I mean, FAU, one of the best shooting teams I can remember watching, game in, game out. You watch that tournament. Every time the other team went up or started to go on a run, FAU would hit a three. I mean, we got to get – Felton's got to improve his outside shot. He is very streaky from there. Hopefully, Brandon Johnson can continue to yeah. shoot well from beyond the arc. Brandon Johnson and, and you just hope Pettiford and um, and Walker also improve their outside shooting. But 
So that's a that is a very athletic starting five, but obviously Schwartz wants to add uh, some size to the mix. And again, say what you want to about Luigi, he provided big minutes when we needed to defend on the inside, or you know we're struggling rebounding. Really, just a, a rim protector, and we don't have a rim protector in this lineup that I just created today. So uh, that's what you're going to need. Now you're going to need a guy that um, Chandler, for whatever reason, bad mouse and undersells constantly. Andre Washington would be perfect for this team. He was a plus defender, shot blocker, rebounder. And I just don't get in my brain why you bad mouth Andre Washington. It was just offensively. That's not his job. I know. You well, don't I know. I used to get so frustrated about how big of a man that guy can be. And, with the, the, I mean, it seemed like he always was fumbling the basketball. He never seemed like he was ready for a basketball pass. Um, but, I mean, no, you're right. I mean, he, he, would fit, he would fit well on this team right now, especially with the need of a big man. So, But defensively and, you know, when it comes to rebounding and stuff, yeah. Andre, Andre Washington was a – he was a good old boy. He's he's a good basketball player. You don't you don't like. I mean, I I just can't. I can't figure it out. Yeah, I'm starting to think you don't. You're you're just not a hooper. I no, I'm not a hooper. <laughs> you don't know ball. I don't need to even like. I don't. I don't have the right to have my opinions on basketball players <laughs> like yeah. i shouldn't be allowed to do that <laughs> i shouldn't be allowed what? to tell somebody if they're good or not that is true none of us should but we do it anyway yeah uh what should you have the right to have express your opinion on i'm curious long snapping boom i mean you are the authority on that by the way kudos well we're gonna get to the spring we got a spring game recap coming up yeah i'll, I'll save that for later save that for that uh eric says clippy v <laughs> clippy v baby sometimes it's kind of fun to talk like dick by but it strains your voice baby it does it could be our two could be difficult all right moving along i'm uh i'm already ready for basketball put me in that camp fire up the pet band yeah let's get the band going i hope we have that same drummer coming back i I need to ask him on twitter i hope you didn't hit the portal (laughs) yeah that would be tough that would be tough jeff uh we need him what if band members start transferring to bigger (laughs) bands we have a problem like you saw like they were watching at home during the tournament and saw a team's pep band in the elite eight and was like i want that i want that for me i want to be on that stage in front of those people I'm transferring to the U. And then you have pictures. You got a graphics department. And he's like this with the drum kit around him. Yeah. He's holding up the U sign with uh, receiver's gloves on. I mean, they're going to be like, hey, I love playing the Minji's. It's fun. But look, I'm ready to go elsewhere. I want to be playing the flute in a NCAA tournament game. You know, I want to be in the big time. I want to be on the big stage. I want to go somewhere where I can say that I have a chance to play the flute, the triangle, the drums, whatever, the trumpet, in a NCAA tournament, potentially a Final Four championship game. Can you get a uh, triangle scholarship to a school? 
I don't know. All right. I like the pictures they put out, like Pettiford's here on Minji's court, and there's like some purple lights. Like all the lights are off, and there's four purple lights. There are a few people in the background milling around in the hallway. Ah. Let's clear those guys out next get out, time. Get out of the way. Let's get those guys out of the Move, picture. please. But Chandler, we need to get some of these done here with us in our basketball jerseys. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Man, those uh, bricklayer jerseys would pop in that light. Yeah, and we could have our uh, sleeve tattoos on uh, our <laughs> leg and arm like Bobby has here. Uh, we're back-to-back, palming the basketball. Bobby's world. Bobby Pettiford. Yeah, we're just living in it. Is a pirate. Bobby P. Can we go ahead and start calling Bobby P? Bobby P. Not a true pirate, but he is a pirate. That is true. Uh, that, it's awkward, but true. Sometimes you have to go through awkward situations. But that, this is an awkward one. Uh, Alex says, all I hear is Final Four clip. I'm ready for basketball, too. Christian says, L. Ellis from Durham is also in the transfer portal from Louisville. Is he like Dale Ellis, but without the D? Doesn't play D, only offense? L. Ellis, I got to be honest, I don't know a lot about uh, Louisville basketball other than they were awful last year. But um, I talked to Brian Hanks the other day. He said Mike Schwartz was doing a good job attacking the local area. So um, let's see. Don Jaworski chiming in. What's up, Donnie Jaws? We need Jaws on for, uh, to rank these rookie quarterbacks coming into the league with the draft coming up later this month. Donnie Jaws says the expertise of Chan is postseason fantasy football. Hashtag Zay Jones. What's he referring to there? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> Did you make a good call on Zay Jones? <sighs> Just take the credit, I guess, and say, yeah, you did. I think I did say something about I'm sure Jones. you did. Absolutely. Yeah, of course. Thanks, uh, thanks, Donnie Jaws, for bringing that back up. Jack Dover says Joe is working on the inside for us now. Jack, I have a different conspiracy theory that I'd like to get started. Is everybody's third eye open? Open your third eye. Because here it comes. Bobby Pettiford hates Joe Dooley. Oh. <laughs> Joe Dooley recruited. Like Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby Pettiford hates Joe Dooley. He hates, he hates Joe Dooley. He hates Joe Dooley. <laughs> now all you sickos out there watching this right now saying, what are you talking about? Well, what are you talking about? Bobby Pettiford hates Joe Dooley. He hates him. Joe Dooley recruited Bobby Pettiford here when he was a player. And uh, Guilford. Was it Guilford? <laughs> Granville. I always say Granville and Guilford because y'all don't know this. They're the same thing. You think they're two different things. They're not. They're the same thing. He goes to South Granville High School. Joe Dooley tries to recruit him here to East Carolina. Guess what? He says, no, I'm going to Louisville. Didn't end up going there. Went to Kansas. Guess who shows up at Kansas? Joe Dooley. He gets fired from East Carolina. Lands a job with Kansas. Guess who's at Kansas? Bobby Pettiford. Guess who gets in the transfer portal that was on Kansas with Joe Dooley? Bobby Pettiford. Guess who gets away from Joe Dooley again for a second time? Bobby Pettiford. And he went to the school that he actually coached the last time. <laughs> he went to the school. He went to East Carolina. That's the last school that Joe Dooley was at. Wake up. He hates Joe Dooley. This is your alarm clock, everyone. Time to wake up. Open your eyes. See what's going on. Bobby Pettiford hates Joe Dooley. <laughs> <laughs> Plain and simple. Yeah. Uh, I don't know no. how to spell it out any more and any more clearer 
for you people. Chad says, hey, is there an update on JJC? Yeah, he has a ruptured testicle, Chad. Thanks for asking. (laughs) There, you have it. Happy now? There's your update. Man. Ruptured testicle. What is wrong with y'all? Austin chiming in. Hashtag stop ageism. Hashtag boycott name that sound. <laughs> what a show. What a start to the show today. Man, that, that came off as like a Rome thing. Hashtag Austin. Let's go to Austin. Let's go to Austin in the emails. Austin. Dear Jim. Hashtag stop ageism. Hashtag boycott name that sound. Hey, Austin, name this sound. (laughs) 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 Hashtag Austin. Hashtag Shirley doesn't care. And Shirley's broken. John Monroe says. Where's your original uh, question, John? Uh, Will you be giving your Cocoa Puffs to JC? Mm. I mean, come on, guys. Let's class it up a little bit here. Uh, Donnie Jaws said, okay, so we did something here where we did like a, um, postseason fantasy draft. Now I recall this and we were drafting bigger name players and great players and you selected Zay Jones. Oh yeah. So you are Mr. Postseason. Yes, I am. That's what they call you. Mr. Postseason. And, uh, in certain places. Uh, I had an idea and I totally forgot about it until Chad asked the question about Jacob Jenkins Cowart. I, um, and we can still do this. We can do it live on the air right now where on the count of three, we all say ruptured testicle. And then anytime we talk about it or have to talk about it, we can just play the sound clip because it's not pleasant to say, like, I don't want to have to say this a lot. You know what I mean? I'd like to say it once and get it out of the way. Is that an actual diagnosis, by the way? Yes. Okay, I was not aware. Yep. Mm, that is um, a torn testicle. A tore up testicle. Chad said, damn, dude, it was just a question. I, kn- I know what happened. I was asking about his recovery, if there was an update on that. Yeah, Chad. Hey, Chad, watch your tone. How about that? Here's an update for you. His testicle hurts. Yeah, here's an update. <laughs> testicle gone. <laughs> what do you want chad i mean damn all right here's an idea chad you know what maybe i'm wrong here maybe maybe you're right it's just a question so here's what i want you to do i want you to um you can grab me if you want but maybe your wife have her toss up a baseball hit it directly into your testicle and this will be a few days, and then about four or five days from now, I'll say, hey, Chad, how's the, what's an update? How you feeling, pal? How's, how's the... Just wondering. How's the sack? Got, a, got an update? <laughs> how's the, the sack update? Can we get a family jewel update? You, uh, you'd go through with this, and we'll ask you, and you could, you could live the injury with them if you want, and update us on it. Yeah. Do a running yeah, diary. Give us an update. Day three, still in pain. <laughs> Bruising going down, but not the swelling. Day four, I want to die. (laughs) What's the update? Day five, the bag of frozen peas is not working. 
day six thinking about just removing it all <laughs> day <laughs> day seven get me out of this hellscape all right i have a kind of an update for you i asked jacob jenkins coward if he was going to um be able to join us today he said not today but should be good next time Sweet. so we plan on talking to jacob jenkins coward Thank in you, a couple of weeks on the delcor players lounge john said that doesn't sound like that would be a good solution but when he would be down to try oh sorry <laughs> he didn't say that john says this doesn't sound like a solution i would be down to try but sounds fun to watch yeah i think if we get somebody else to do this at home namely chad he can provide us with updates and let us know we should start doing that if a pirate has an injury one of you should uh or us we could do it too if it's not serious have the same injury that way we know what the player is going through and can provide updates all right let's go to chad chad how's the uh how's the sack doing This is your sack report. Eric says, hashtag attack the sack. <laughs> All right. We got to stop. That's enough. LRB is going to, we're going to get in trouble. We got to stop. I've had fun. So have y'all. But we got to stop. We got to move on. All right. Serious business. We all got to grow up. There are very, very, very many promos I can make out of this one segment. Eric You're says, welcome. do you think that could hinder him from having me? Eric? Eric. Eric, now here you go. I don't know. How about this? Take a baseball, throw it at your <laughs> nards, and let us know how it goes. And then get back up with us. And then, and then talk to us. Then talk to then me. Talk to me. Talk to me. Y'all are asking these questions. Testicle talk. I am not an onion doctor. Never was. Never will be. I don't know. This is how... You know what? Before we had Google and internets, how do you think people figured out and solved these problems? <laughs> Trial by error. They went out and attacked their own sacks. Now John is hashtagging attack the sack. We got to take a break. This is my fault. I let it get out of control. <laughs> This Man. is this is Chad's fault first and our fault second. Christian says people are going nuts this Monday. It's not funny. It's not funny. It's not funny at all. Chad says he feels this sack has been attacked. <laughs> He said, this is how you treat loyal listeners? <laughs> Hashtag protect the sack. All right. We'll take a break, come back, get a spring football update. Bobby Pettiford is a pirate. That's all you need to know from this segment. Clip. Fantastic start to the show, sir. I just wanted to say that. Thank you, Chad, John, Eric, Christian, everybody else who chimed in. To I don't know. I feel like... Um, Tom Brenneman. I don't know how much I don't know if I'll be back on this microphone <laughs> after this break. Is Ellerby here? Has he left? I hope he's not here. I think he might have left. I mean he could fire me via text or phone, but I feel like he's more of a face to face guy. 
meet me in the conference room. Yeah. So and if he's not to... here, I might have another segment in me. But I just want to say it's been a good ride. I appreciate all of you. And there's What's a that? long drive deep to left. What's that? By Castellanos. All right. He said uh, meet him in the uh, conference <laughs> room after this break. All right. We'll be back after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Wood Ducks baseball is back and single game tickets are now on sale. Get yours today by calling the front office at 252 643 5305. You can also visit them online at woodducksbaseball.com to check out the schedules for games, giveaways, theme nights, and post-game fireworks. The Wood Ducks hope to see you out at Granger Stadium all season long. Go Woodies! Now, uh, let's head back into PRL. Here is your host, Clip Brock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live on this Monday. Interesting segment one, the news. We, uh, touched on was Bobby Pettiford South Granville High School in Durham played in Menjis in the Eastern Regional against Farmville Central in a war uh, wasn't the prettiest basketball game a game which uh, Farmville Central Larry Williford did win years ago this was um, that was the last sporting event I attended in a packed house before COVID hit it was right before COVID I recall it was like a few days prior to Rudy Gobert, who's back in the news, was becoming that, patient zero. Was that the state championship? No, it was Eastern Regional or something because oh, it was in Menji. Yeah. Okay, because I was there too. It was the game uh, prior to that where I kept calling the team the wrong name and uh, about I thought I was going to die. Yeah, because that's the one where you kept messing up the school's names. Yeah, Shirley, I just said that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's a very bad moment for me okay i don't want to talk about it um real quick randy says clip any word on who was taking jeff charles's place he is sorely missed no doubt about that miss him a lot um i don't know i i mean i i'll tell you what i that process i believe of interviews and things like that uh will begin soon or has begun i think will begin soon i know um a couple people that have thrown their hat in the ring i know that there are some obvious uh choices that pirate fans want and i I don't know I, i i don't know there's no answer of who it's going to be but there are clear candidates uh here in the state that have been here before and probably candidates we don't know about but yeah sorry i can't really answer your question um i don't know who will be taking jeff charles's place 
as the voice of the pirates but i do agree with randy he is sorely missed alex said how did he play in that game i remember seeing him alex saying he is a a d1 talent um he hits some big shots i don't remember see i remember terquavion smith and is it justin wright Shirley? yeah justin wright and man formal central had a lot of good players it was just an ugly game there was not a lot of shot making um and it was kind of ugly but pettiford made some big plays you could tell he had like the moment wasn't too big for him i'm excited i think he he's gonna be a big time get for ecu i'll put it that way jamil says have you thrown your hat in the ring clip do you want to do that someday i'm gonna say considering i haven't done play-by-play in like 10 years that um i will not be considered for the ecu play-by-play job just a uh just a guess i'm gonna say so um no jamil i have not uh thrown my hat in the ring there and i think um the segment like we just had segment one will also keep me from uh from getting that job so thanks a lot chad and all you other people out there it's your fault not mine but your fault I will not be the next voice of the Pirates. At least that's how I'm going to believe things to be. All right. um, Real quick, I heard y'all talking about this the other day. It was National Something Day. I don't know what it was at the time. It was National National Beer Day. Last week, one day. Yeah, Friday. It was another random one. uh, It was National Caramel Popcorn Day. Well, to that point, uh, I just saw Brooke and robin lopez on tv in honor of national siblings day today Oh yes. and but i thought about this last week and i I just reminded of myself today that if we have a moment we need to look at the national day calendar every day if we can if we have a moment and talk about what day it is so we can all celebrate because there's something for every day it seems like there's multiple things for every day today is national siblings day shout out to my sister Jana. Shout Hello. Out, shout out to my brother Chase. Shout out to my sister Dale and my brother Dempsey. It is Dempsey. National Cinnamon Crescent Day. It what? is. Not I have nothing to say on that. Okay. What was it? National I, Cinnamon Crescent Day. I was thinking croissant. Croissant. That is the same. Crescent. Like a crescent roll? A croissant crescent roll crescent oh okay all right yeah that's a crescent roll you made me drop my croissant it is national farm animals day what's your favorite farm animal oh gosh i grew up on a hog farm so i'd say pigs mm. the miniature cows i love miniature cows they put some stank on it back then didn't they channel man it used to stank so bad some stank it is national encourage a young writer day is there a young writer in your life? You should encourage them today. I don't think I have a well. To all you young writers out there, yeah, happy. Keep this chasing is, this is your, your dreams. Day. That's right. Shoot for the stars. This is your day. They do come true. Mm-hmm. Dreams do come true. Just look at us, folks. Uh so yeah, those are your national days today. Just wanted to run okay. over those. What do we have coming up tomorrow? Right, let's wait till tomorrow and find out. Or do you want to know right now? Let's live in the present. What is up to you? <laughs> it's actually National Live in the Present Day, so let's let's honor that. Let's live like you were dying. 
Live like you were dying. All right, coming up tomorrow, just a quick... Oh, boy, we got a lot going on tomorrow. Oh, boy. See, I don't want to spoil this. What if we want to talk about it tomorrow? Just highlight some. I'm going to give one, okay? All right. There's some we'll talk We'll talk about the rest tomorrow. This is a great day tomorrow coming up, April 11th. But tomorrow, though, just so you can be aware, just so you can get prepared, is National Submarine Day. As in a submarine sandwich or the actual ship? Uh, the ship. Oh. Yep. You ever been on a submarine? I have to say no. I do as well. Um, and when I think about it, I think of that... No. Uh, documentary i saw where uh yeah that didn't go good anyway. oh man we all live in a yellow submarine was there a was there a leak no it was a uh, a bad man bad man submarine google that christian said what would si seymour say about pettiford well christian he's a good kid I'm surprised you haven't got a text yet from yeah, him good kid i'm text si right now and i'll see <laughs> what he says ask him it will be a long text ask him if he will give us a quote on his thoughts (laughs) on bobby pettiford all right i'm gonna ask what his thoughts are on pettiford and i'll just read them uh when he responds uh which might be an hour because it might take him that long to write out his text i know he's fired up though nobody loves pirate basketball as much as the man si seymour eric says yo clip what is the color on the bottom of your hat brim that is a hat guy question right there because people look at under brim side patches it is black oh oh nice. which is interesting but uh good question eric i like uh hat junkies like myself was that a a part of the hat maybe that you took into consideration when you bought it it was not i like this hat there was there was two hats i really liked from this year of spring training hats and it was this one and it was the oakland a's which was an all green hat with a white elephant Hmm. and i really wanted that one didn't get it i didn't couldn't by the time i was ready to purchase didn't have it in my size so this is probably like three four years ago um but then this has so i wanted this hat originally because i think it's a cool looking hat but then my stepdaughter who currently resides in Canada with her beau for either my birthday or Father's Day or Christmas, one of the holidays where I receive gifts. She gifted me a gift card to Lids. And I was like, I want this hat. My stepdaughter, who's in Canada, got me the gift certificate. So it's got a little special meaning, meaning to it. Um ed the cat tv says tomorrow is national cash me outside day that is not true ed stop spreading false information christian says fun fact si started his coaching career 15 minutes from where i live that was a very fun fact kaz likes gray or green under brims that is also a very fun fact it is fun fact day here on pirate radio live all right let's uh get a break in we'll see if we get a response from si and we'll recap some of spring football hear what mike houston and deontay johnson has to say after the spring game on saturday chandler honeycutt was in attendance we'll get his thoughts on it brian bailey joins us hour two also want to get a flight by yingling ecu report on baseball we'll tell you where they are at in the polls we'll hear from cliff godwin 
and Justin Wilcoxon from the sweep over UCF. And a new player of the week for ECU. I won't keep you waiting on that one. Alec Makarevich, the fifth Pirate this year, whether it's just uh, Pitcher of the Week or uh, Player of the Week. That is the fifth Pirate this year. You okay? It makes you emotional talking about such things. Yeah. There you go. That's better. But the fifth Pirate to have that honor. One, two, three, four, fifth. So, uh, congratulations to AMAC just pounding the baseball last week. So, a lot of football talk, a lot of baseball talk as well and don't forget josh moylan and lane hoover in hour three we roll on pirate radio live after this what is love baby don't hurt me don't hurt me no more You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Order Jersey Mike subs on the mobile app and get delivery right to your home or save time and order ahead to skip the line to pick up your nearest Jersey Mike sub location. Jersey Mike's a sub above. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, previous segment, uh, we had a version of the sign by Ace of Base playing. That always reminds me of Columbia House, I believe it was called, Shirley. Yes, yes. And I think they just like randomly sent you CDs. Um, I know you can you could choose what you want, but I think sometimes they just like randomly send you stuff. Yeah, I think it's like the flavor of the month or something like that. Because we got we received in the mail an Ace of Base CD. Oh wow! And uh, I remember enjoying it to some degree. Hmm. They had the sign. They had all that she wants. Yep. There's another she baby. Wants. Yep. And uh, some other hits, I believe, in the early to mid '90s. Chandler, you ever heard of Ace of Base? Yes, I have. All right, cool, cool. That is cool. Really cool. Not ageism. Uh, speaking of which, <laughs> Sam asking, why am I wearing a Labatt blue hat? This is a this is a Toronto Blue Jays hat, sir. That is the Toronto Maple Leaf? It is. Okay. Uh, but it is a Blue Jays lid. Austin says tomorrow is National End Ageism Day. I love that Austin is not going to let this go. That's my boy Austin. I love it. Yeah, well, go get yourself a divorce, Austin. I love it. He might already have. Are you still married, Austin? Let us know. How's the marriage? Give us an update on uh, how that's going with the wifey there. All right, uh, let's, let's just talk to Chandler here to wrap up the hour. Our man on the scene for the 2023 ECU spring game. Shout out to my guy. My guy. Raji Harris, who was the captain of the gold team. Mm -hmm. And there were doubters. I saw in Hoist the Colors. Oh, man, purple is stacked. Purple's going to kill this team. Well, not so fast, my friend, because the... All right, relax, Shirley. 
the gold team wins it in the spring game. And Chandler, before we talk about why Shirley is celebrating, we'll uh, we'll talk about that game. How did gold prevail? Gold prevailed by some big time plays um, uh, late in that game. And uh, but I, I do want to say it was a crappy, crappy day when it came to the weather uh, on Saturday. And there was a you know some there was a few people in the stands, and I know there was a bunch of uh, donors that had some uh, access to Town Bank Tower and stuff, but. Um, I, I I don't know. I tell you what, Alex Flynn looked really good. I know he hooked up with uh, Josiah Hatfield for a 57-yard touchdown pass. Really good pass from Alex Flynn. And as we know, Josiah Hatfield's got a lot of wheels. He was able to catch that ball, get separation, and dive into the end zone at the end. By the way, speaking of Alex Flynn, showed off the wheels. Yeah, Had a read option play where literally everybody except Alex Flynn knew where that ball was going. Knew that he was going to keep the football, and uh, I mean, and took it to the house uh, for 62 yards. And then uh, they had, purple team had a chance to actually tie the game with a touchdown and a two point conversion at the end. Uh, a little miscommunication because the guy got down in bounds, and there was no timeouts, so they were having to hustle to get to the ball, get it spotted, and then you know, pr- pretty much throw up a prayer. It's incomplete. And gold wins seventeen to nine. Yeah, I saw the Alex Flynn play. Saw on um, social media that Keaton Mitchell was running a video on that play. Did you see that? Yes. Um, and he was uh, he was hyped up to see Alex Flynn running all the way down the field. I, I believe he was uh, doing EC Barstool's live Instagram account, and uh, yeah, he was able to get that on on uh, video. I know he got speaking. I, I can't remember if he was on the winning or losing side. But a, a name that we've heard this spring, Javius Bond, yeah, uh, took off for a sixty-some yarder. Uh, he looked really good. Uh, a bunch of the running backs did. Uh, Nemo Squire got a lot of action the other day. And uh, but yeah, I mean those running backs is that's a position group that has really got Mike Houston excited this spring. Whenever we bring them bring them up, uh, he's talked about how good they've looked and they looked good on Saturday as well. All right. Um, speaking of Hatfield, which you said a moment ago, nice, nice. Shirley Rhodes, man, just received a brand new Boston Red Sox lid as we are doing a segment, courtesy look right into the of camera. Pirate Radio superfan Steve Hill. Shirley, my Red Sox, my beloved Red Sox. What color is that hat? It almost, it is, is it, it olive? It's like an olive green. Okay. And it's really cool. I haven't seen this color for uh, for a Red Sox hat. It's got the B in white, mm-hmm. the Boston B. Yep. And you've already curved the brim to your liking. Not quite to my liking. Uh, it needs to curve a little more, but uh, it's it getting good. there. It's getting there. It looks good. So, yes. So, thank you, Steve Hill, for... How about that? A Man. mid-show I mean, just hat drop-off. up in there. He was wearing a Padres hat. And uh, I looked over, and he just said, here. And I was like, no way. I feel like we are really boosting the economy <laughs> here with uh, hat purchases. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I've I, got a couple. How do we not have a lids contract? If only we had a sales guy as part of the show that could see all this going down and would, like, you know, try to make some money off that. Chandler, yeah. what do you think? I'll talk to somebody. 
that I know. Yeah, if you sales. if you know anybody that that does that kind of thing, you that, know, would and you that, and that kind of deal? And, and yeah, that kind of deal. And that kind of deal. <laughs> yeah, if you if you know anybody that does that kind of deal, you know. Do we uh, have it would any, be very uh, helpful. Is it called a haberdashery, Shirley? Like a hat shop in the area? <laughs> Not necessarily the kind of hats that I like, but if we have any uh, hat shops out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Places. I, that would be cool. Places that sell hats. Um, I, I want to get my hands on a Savannah Bananas hat. That's what I like. That's kind of going to be my next purchase, I think. John says, are you not a true American clip supporting the Canadas? Hey, Canadians are very nice. Not all of them. Not all of them, but the ones that I encountered when I was in Canada were very, very nice. I am American, John. If you cut my blood, it'll be red, white, and blue. Doctors say I have a problem. Amen. And I will say this. The American dollar goes further in Canada than you would think. (laughs) <laughs> let's stop promoting canada well, i've never thought about it so you're right it does go further it, it, it than does I think, go because i've never thought about it because uh in canada you can purchase things for basically once you do the math and do the the kind of the conversion rate it's actually cheaper to buy things in, can- in but canada but all they have up there is maple syrup and thank you cards yep, and whiskey that's, and that's it thank you and whiskey sorry 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 eh, eh? enough canada talk we're in america we live in america uh eric said don't forget about poontine i don't really know what that is oh it's uh, and you don't either food okay Okay. i think it's a a type of food i got that i don't know what it is though okay it's Uh, i want to say it's like a waffle type thing eric says gravy cheese fries I mean, I, oh, I like all those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Just not together. Good. Yeah, I think I like them separate. No, I'll, I'll try that. All right, you're going to be our poontine guy? Yeah. You look like a poontine. <laughs> poontine. You are a poontine if I've ever seen one. Well, you know how some people like things together, like PB&J? <laughs> yeah, I'd say a lot of people like that. Yeah, I am one of those people that I do not like them together. I you like don't like je- PB and J. No, together? I do not. You're I crazy. love peanut butter. I love jelly. I do not like it together. Do you ever put salt on it? No. Oh, uh, because Austin says I'm happily married. Thanks for asking, Shirley. You sound a little salty. <laughs> I sound, a, sound little a little salty. Sound a little salty. Trust me when I say I'm not salty. Okay trust we'll have to trust i her. enjoy my single life i can do whatever i want i can go wherever i want i, I don't, don't have to ask anybody talking for about permission. that i think he's talking about the game i think he's uh, talking about your dating life well by the way chandler how'd saturday go whoa oh uh you had a date well i, look, I, I, I didn't say that to. oh no i was supposed to oh what supposed happened? to yeah I, well Dang, I'm I, sorry. I didn't mean to bring it up on the air. But, hey, we're scheduled next Friday night. Okay. Not this coming Friday We're night. having live music in downtown Roseboro, baby, at Vinny's uh, Pizzeria, at Vinny's Italian Restaurant. Mm-hmm. We're scheduled for that. Uh, we oh, need... so this is someone back home. Yeah, well, yes. Okay. Ish. We need somebody else to be there to document Chandler's date for us. So if you would like to be a Pirate Radio contributor 
and go undercover. Just kind of monitor how his date's oh, going. Oh, I think I have an idea of who to get a hold of. All right, cool. All right, we need to... I, I, my I mama. Made, what, what? My mama. No. Oh. My cousin. Oh! Gene. Gino. Well, I know who Gino is. Yeah, if but... If I see him... I'm, not I'm, if he wears a fake mustache and a big hat. Not if Gino's in uniform working. Oh, that's true. He may be patrolling the area. There is a way we could get full details on Chandler's date. So is he an officer of the law? Yes, he is a sheriff's deputy. If he was to bring in Chandler and put him in an interrogation room and ask him how the date went, we could get all the answers that way. And I believe there are recordings of those. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If we really want to do this, we could. I don't know, though. You don't know if he would do that? No, no, no. I was joking. Gino, Gino's not a. He's he now from a physical standpoint, he's a pretty intimidating looking guy. Mm-hmm. Physical, but if you talk to him, he's a pretty laid back dude. Eric says Chandler, take her to sports trivia. That's not a good idea. No, no. You one, guys get really not competitive. A good idea. I wouldn't do that. And then two sausage party. She's not in Greenville. Yeah. So. All right. Well, you guys would get really competitive with that stuff too. That might not exactly put you in a yeah. great light it probably doesn't look i wouldn't pay her any mind i would be trying to answer the question yeah i would think um that is not the coolest we look <laughs> you know what i mean nah. like mm-hmm. a, a woman would think that we are absolutely insane people yes the, uh, the way yes. we take sports Speaking of she which, would literally she would ask me and say you do this every wednesday and i'd say, and i'd have to say yes i do and then she'd say it was nice knowing you. <laughs> Speaking of sports trivia, what time do you guys usually get started on? Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Okay. Wednesday nights, AJ's. But you guys go in early, don't you? Yeah. Okay. After Pirate Radio, you Live. may see me there Wednesday night. All right. Oh. I'll, I'll see you when I see you. I'm not going to be playing trivia. I'm just having dinner. Well, we'll take what we can get. Okay. Let's take a break. When we return, Double B Brian Bailey joins us, and I've got a text. From Side oh, my, oh my goodness! <laughs> and it is, that is a, a two-pager. Oh my god! It is a novel. I'll read. I'll just read a few highlights uh, of Side Seymour's response oh to Bobby Pettiford. I knew it was going to be so long, and but you got to do it in Side's voice. It is. A, it's a long one, folks. Oh my god! All right, we'll do that when we return. Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you have real estate questions about buying or selling residential or commercial properties? Are you curious about the current real estate market or do you need a property manager for rental houses? ECU alum Scott Harris with Remax and SD Harris Properties can help answer every question you have and show you a stress-free real estate experience that will be memorable and enjoyable. 
If you have real estate questions, Scott has the answers. Call Scott Harris today at 347-1857. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is your host, Clip Brock. All right. Brian Bailey going to join us here in just a moment. Somebody earlier in the show asked, what would Cy Seymour say about Bobby Pettiford? For those just tuning in, Bobby Pettiford is from Durham, South Granville High School, recruited by East Carolina, committed to Louisville, ended up going to Kansas, entered the transfer portal, and is now back at East Carolina. And I thought, well, instead of just uh, pretending to be Cy and have his thoughts, I'll get the real thoughts from Cy Seymour. So his response to my question, what do you think about Bobby Pettiford? Cy Seymour says, really good pickup. We had worked on him since he was a sophomore in high school. Joe recruited him hard. We needed a pure point. He said, uh, he told Joe ECU did the best job of recruiting him. He said, Mike Schwartz did a tremendous job to seal the deal. Uh, so, and a few other items as well. But Cy is fired up. Of course, Cy's always fired up. I'm fired up about this one. Let's see what uh, Brian Bailey has to say. Has uh, got a that news item, Bailey, uh, right before we went on the show, that Bobby Pettiford, uh, who had entered the transfer portal, is coming back to his home state, coming back to Menji's Coliseum, where he played against Farmville Central years ago, and uh, will be uh, playing guard for Mike Schwartz's basketball team later on this calendar year. And he actually played his last high school basketball game at home against Farmville Central. The year after the COVID, he was wearing a mask as he was playing in that game. Uh, played very well in that game, but Farmville Central won that contest. We found some footage of him. <laughs> That's why I know that. We found- so he had, so they had some battles then, back-to-back. Year. Uh, I remember, Bailey, I said it earlier, that game I was at in Menjis, you probably be there too, but – that was the last sporting event I attended before the before COVID hit. It was right before it happened. Yeah, they played in Farmville uh, one of those years, too. I think he was a part of that team that played in Farmville for South Granville. He's the all-time leading scorer, assist man, and something else in uh, South Granville history. He, I mean, he's, he's a really, really outstanding player, and I think we all knew that when he, when he went to Kansas to begin with. But for East Carolina to get him, and that's – I mean, that's really big. I mean, it, we've talked about it so many times. It, it's not easy at East Carolina, obviously, because nobody's been able to do it. But if you get two or three you know, really good players, you can build something. And I think we've already seen Coach Schwartz has got a couple of really good players, and he added a good one tonight. No doubt. And uh, we were all kind of bummed out that Dontrez Styles chose not to come to ECU after transferring from North Carolina. And he ends up with Ed Cooley in, in D.C. at Georgetown. And uh, – after you hear some of the rumors about NIL and stuff, it's not surprising he's there. But were you surprised, Bailey, that he didn't choose NC State or North Carolina and ended up at Georgetown? Well, yeah, it's one of those things, I think, as we've all kind of speculated, it came down to what kind of NIL deal you can get. And as Coach Houston and I were talking about it today on radio, that's not how it was designed. The NIL deal was not supposed to be a part of the recruiting process, and it's turned out to be the only part of the recruiting process in, in a lot of cases. And So I think that's unfortunate, but that's just the world we live in right now until they get that thing figured out. But I wasn't totally shocked. I figured it was going to take you know that kind of deal 
uh, a, a really nice deal. And I don't know for sure, but that's just what everybody's speculating that they had to come down to something like that. Yeah, and uh, talked to Coach Schwartz on the show last week, and he uh, says that you know that the coach is not involved in the NIL stuff, but did promote uh, you know make sure you if you can if you're able to to give to the uh, the NIL uh, give to the school and because uh, that's how they have to compete it's it's the way it is and Mike Schwartz is doing all he can from a hey if you come here this is how we're going to play this is how many this is we're going to win uh, but then there are outside factors for these kids now so that's uh, yeah. that's the reality of it I, and I agree with you and uh, the, the Mike Houston chat from earlier that it's not how it was set up to be but that's how it is and everybody's trying to play by those rules and as mike houston will tell you there aren't many rules to play by right now right <laughs> yeah, yeah the word the word rules is uh kind of a gray area yeah the, the parameters maybe more or less and whether or not you go exactly by those parameters but uh regardless of that situation you know, the pedford uh you know commitment is really big for mike schwartz and uh, i'm really happy for him i mean the guy works really really hard and i think he really enjoys his job at east carolina i enjoyed working with him this year on the TV side, and uh, I just think that you know, if he gets a couple more players, they can be. They were competitive this year. I thought, I thought he did a good job with the team that was picked dead last, and they battled people. Bailey, uh, I talked to Brian Hanks the other day about Dontrez Styles, and you know he is uh, involved in all things Kinston, and he said something I feel like I always hear, and and I'll get your take on it. He said that. The previous staffs at East QU with basketball just – and then the way he worded it was pretty harshly, you know, ignored the local schools. And I just – I don't want to believe that, but I feel like I hear that a lot. And, you know, he said previous coaching staffs, you know, didn't attack Kinston and Farmville and schools in the East. He gave Mike Schwartz credit for, you know, from day one going into those schools and just getting his face out there saying, hey, I'm going to recruit your talent here. Well, I mean, to be sure, Dooley and Lebo and, and guys in the past would do their due diligence, but, I mean, I hear stories that uh, guys were were overlooked here in the East. So uh, has that been a problem, you think, in the past? And uh, certainly it sounds like Mike Schwartz is going to do his best to get into those schools. Well, I think some of those that we're talking about were, were kids that were probably not going to come to East Carolina anyway. I mean, if they were, you know, if, if they were in that, you know, the, the – um, you, you know, the, uh, Brandon Ingram, uh, Ingrams I was thinking about, I was thinking Stackhouse back in the day, you know, people like that. Now, I don't know how some of the ones, you know, of late, you know, go to places. I guess the names like Kai Bowman and Damian Dunn and those guys, why are, why are they all up Northeast? You know, that, I don't know. And that, that's a good question because, you know, sometimes you hear, well, this kid wants to, he just wants to go away from home. Yeah. Josh Short going to New Orleans. I mean, I, I mean, I think he would be a nice fit at East Carolina, but he's he's heading to, to be a privateer now. With, with the transfer portal the way it is, you know, some of these guys may may come closer to home, may come back. But yeah, you hate to see, you hate to see any of those guys because we get a chance to cover them on the high school ranks, and and you really hate to see any of those guys you know get overlooked if if they were overlooked. Sometimes I think I think maybe I think a little bit of that is true. I I think for whatever reason. But I think that, that some of those guys were just, you know, they weren't coming to East Carolina anyway, so yeah. waste time on. Yeah, uh, you just hope that uh, if there is a guy interested, that we look at him uh, here locally and, and at least get a. Because if you don't get that that 
junior now but you're you're in the building you're uh you're letting yourself and your your program be known maybe that freshman a couple years later will have some interest you know what i mean just kind of at least get a foot in the door at these places well i think it's it's vitally important now that, that you at least make some kind of inroads like you said because with the portal like it is I mean, somebody might, might, you know, a Josh Short might go to New Orleans and get homesick. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere to come back. And, and if East Carolina has an inroad, you know, then, then maybe there's a chance, you know, there. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I hope Josh does great things with New Orleans. I just hate that a kid that's that talented that, you know, we saw him play in high school has to go that far away to play his college basketball. I would have loved to have seen Justin Wright playing back in uh, Minji's, a former Farmville Central player. He's off to L.A. with Loyola Marymount, Bailey. That, what a weird fit that is, but you never know what, what kind of deals are being made there. Yeah, that's, that's another one. I mean, that's, that's a long that's a long ways away. <laughs> and you never wanted to burn bridges before, but like you said, definitely now. And who knows if Joe Dooley and the work he put in, and I facetiously said hour one that Bobby Pettiford's trying to get away from Joe Dooley. He did it here, <laughs> and then he went to Kansas, and he's doing it. But Cy si Seymour said Joe Dooley, uh, Bobby Pettiford said Joe and ECU did the best job recruiting him. And you think now – all right, it didn't work out at Kansas. I'm going to go somewhere else. You know, ECU showed me love from day one. I'm going to show them some this time around. So all that work you put in, if it doesn't pay off the first time around, well, you, you're going to get another crack at these guys probably. And look, maybe that's uh, why Pettiford's coming here. And I would think in knowing Joe, obviously Joe was a little bitter over losing his job, but Joe loved East Carolina. I mean, he gave a lot of years of his life to East Carolina, and I would think that he put in some kind of good word for the Pirates. I like to hear the rest of that story, you know, down the road, yeah. because I just think that that you know Joe Joe really has a has a fondness for this area, and uh, you know he spent two tenures here. I mean, he's one of the rare guys that got fired twice at the same school, but. Yeah, uh, Brian Bailey joining us, talking basketball uh, here in the middle of baseball season and coming off of spring football. We'll talk about those topics now. Bailey, had Mike Houston on earlier. You started the show. Everybody wants to talk about the quarterbacks. You're right about that because there has been a lot of Alex Flynn eye-opening this spring. Um, you know, Mason Garcia struggled a bit in the spring game, his numbers anyway, with the, the turnovers and uh, some news kind of still unofficial who it's going to be but mike houston did say uh we are going to add a quarterback this uh offseason via the portal so that room with garcia flynn and the freshman jeter uh is not complete yet uh they're going to go and add one more via the portal and what kind of guy will they add bailey you know are they adding a starter from somewhere to maybe compete is the competition over? Is it? Is it Garcia's? Did Flynn do enough to get it? You know, I, I think still a lot of questions at quarterback coming out of the spring. Oh, I think so for sure. And and what I gleaned from the conversation is that the quarterback that they bring in here will be brought in here to compete for the starting job. Uh, you know, I don't know. He may be too far behind when he gets here as far as the offense goes and that kind of thing. But I think you know you bring somebody in. And then, then depending on you know that person's situation, if you don't use them, you know, is there a redshirt possibility? Is there you know a, a chance to do something like that? But I, I think that that you're looking at somebody. You know, they're looking at at, at competition, as Mike said, at all positions. But I think the one we see the most of is the quarterback slot. And you know, Alex did a really good job on Saturday because 
as we talked about, most spring games are just boring. They're just not very, you know, it's vanilla offense. And I really expected it to be super vanilla on Saturday in the rain and the cold. But I thought they put on a really good, you know, show for everybody. I think anybody that went to that game came away thinking, hey, saw some big plays, saw some big hits. Uh, game came down to the wire, the way they scored it and everything. So I, I thought it was very enjoyable. And just uh, the first three quarters weren't too bad. Now that fourth quarter, you had to be a man to stand out <laughs> because it was cold, cold and rainy, uh, just coming down. Coach Houston said he was layered up with like three layers of clothes. I, I misread the whole temperature deal, and I was freezing cold. I went back to the truck and started over and then came back out. But uh, it was – it was a nasty day, but but uh, again, I, I think it was a, a well played game for the most part. They're playing in the rain the whole day, the fourth quarter in a pouring rain, driving rain, and there were very few turnovers. Well, Ed, uh, Mike Houston's comments after that spring game also have uh, some comments from his appearance on the Brian Bailey show earlier. If we'll have time, we'll play those as well. But Coach Houston has seemed not that he's been a curmudgeon these past off seasons, these past springs, but like he has seemed so upbeat this spring, Bailey, and. I don't know what he, he – he's got to like something about his team. He's got to like a lot of things about this team, just his attitude, the way he's been. Have you noticed that uh, this spring? Yeah, most certainly. And, and I think what he's – he's seeing some of the things that, that – and some of the stuff we haven't seen yet, but he's already seen it. I think he thinks he's got you know some very talented players you know on that in that program and on that football team, and I think that – you know, he, he looks at the the year ahead very optimistically, and he knows the schedule is going to be difficult. You know, especially at the start. But I think he's got a team that he thinks can compete for the American Championship, and he's just excited not only with the talent that he has on that team, but just the way the kids are and the way they they're, they respond on the field, off the field. And I, I think you know, at least right now, you know, those headaches can come at you quick. Somebody gets in trouble or something. But right now, I think he's he's really happy with everything. All right, Brian Bailey joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. So spring football in the books. If you missed the chat with Mike Houston, check that out. Coming up at 6 o'clock. If you want more football talk, we got you covered right here. Donnie Kirkpatrick coming up Wednesday. Blake Harrell on Thursday. And the return of the Cran Man, Marcus Crandall, going to join us later on this week as well. I know, Bailey, you uh, he was the only Redskin you like, right? Was, was, did Crandall play for the Roanoke Redskins back in the day? Yes, the Roanoke High School Redskins, the pride of Roanoke. <laughs> I used to love seeing their highlights on Touchdown Friday with the uh, Redskins yeah. helmets. <laughs> they, and they had, they, they had all the Redskins logos, too. They they loved it. Yep. But, uh, it's unfortunate. No more. Commodores is what they call now, right, Bailey? Yeah, the Commodores. <laughs> the Commodores. The Commodores. Brian Bailey joining us, ECU Baseball, back in the top ten in the polls, Bailey. We'll talk to Josh Moyle and Lane Hoover coming up later on in the show in the Delcor Players Lounge. But how do you respond after your first losing week of the year, after losing back-to-back games for the first time all year? 4-0, big win over State, sweep over UCF, and uh, now Cliff Godwin's in a good mood, like Mike Houston is, right? I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> no, I think he's very pleased with uh, how yeah. the team responded, and we all joke here. I think Garrett brought it up. You know, here's like it's like here's a team that that finally loses an American series, and they're having you know meetings, you know, players only meetings, you know, inviting the coaches in for meetings, and, and they're going to get it right. I mean, they didn't wait for any kind of losing to happen; they got it straight right away. And uh, you know, it's just again, it, it's such a a pleasure to go out and watch them play because you know. 
they're going they're going to put on a good show for you, and, and they're they're just a fun team to watch, and they've got a lot of talent on that team. Better pitching than they've had in a while. Better starting pitching, and uh, I, th- I think they you know they're right on target. And uh, the Pirates are going to have to show their depth here in the next few weeks without Jacob Jenkins Coward, uh, who suffered an injury. Bailey wouldn't even wish on Billy Weaver. I don't think uh, he is. Uh, <laughs> He's going to be out for a little while, and uh, but enter Riley Johnson, and we've already seen Carter Cunningham, maybe Cam Clunch. We've got guys, Bailey, that, and maybe these freshmen who have not had an opportunity yet to get in because they're playing behind veterans. Uh, we're going to see the depth of this team, and you're, I don't want to say they're not going to miss a beat because you're talking about a potential All-American and Jacob Jenkins Coward, but we should still expect uh, some production here, even without your your big lefty there. No, I think so. I think everything you said is exactly right because they've got guys on the bench that we haven't seen that much of. That you know, you know, those coaches always say you know, they they try to build their team with depth, and and that, that depth year in and year out, you're going to need it at some point, and it's a. It's kind of an unfortunate injury, but hopefully uh, JJC will be back uh, sooner than later. I think a couple of weeks is what I've heard, but hopefully that'll get itself worked out. You just hate to see something like that happen, but you know it's baseball; things like that do happen. So, uh, but yes, yeah, guys, somebody's got to come come through, and hopefully somebody will get hot that comes through. Yeah, maybe you don't miss a beat. Things like that happen, but not particularly the way it happened to him things like that don't happen too often true that's a tough one hope not uh you got the brian bailey bowl coming up what's that (laughs) if it happens too much you run out of players (laughs) yeah that's true um the brian bailey bowl coming up tuesday old dominion uh monarchs are swinging at bailey 23 and 8 and uh, this is another big midweek game for East Carolina. They uh, they need to find some cupcakes in the midweek. I guess they don't because they want to keep their RPI up. But, man, every midweek they're playing against a good team, aren't they? Yeah, well, and that's what happens in the state of North Carolina. I mean, yeah. The state of North Carolina has great, you know, just great baseball, and then you, you go north a little bit and cross the border and you get an old Dominion team. But well, they're 23-8, and eight, right? Yeah. So they come here with, with you know all kinds of wins as well and, uh, yeah, those midweek games, and, and we've talked about this a number of times, the midweek games are so odd because you don't have your front-line pitching going. You know, if Old Dominion comes here for a regional, then, then you're going to throw a front-liner at them. They're going to throw their front-liner. But it comes down to your four and your five guys in, in the midweek. And, uh, and the Pirates have gotten some pretty good pitching from those guys. Yeah, Something seems to happen that they just can't get over the hump on some of those games, it's the two Campbell games, the two Wilmington games. I think the most disappointing loss of the year was probably the second Wilmington game because I really thought that night they were going to come out and just, just pound it, and they just didn't. This just, just didn't have it going. But as Coach Godwin said, you had a bad week, didn't have a bad month, and let's play baseball. Yeah, we've seen uh, the young kid Root look good midweek, Jake Hunter as well, and Garrett Saylor pitched the best he's pitched all year in uh, the game against Campbell and had to leave that game. Josh Gross told us last week that Sailor's uh, starting to feel better, feeling pretty good, so you'll get him back at some point, Bailey. That'll be a big boost to your midweek and then a big boost once you start playing conference tournament and, and regional baseball, hopefully. Yeah, you got to get him back because he, he's, he's a veteran and he's been there before and he's a good pitcher. Yep. All right, BB, uh, anything else going on? We hit on a lot of ECU athletics uh, today. What uh, what else you got going on, WNCT Channel 9? Big game, 12.30 on Saturday if you're out and about. at the uh, Sarah Vaughn Field of Dreams, the WNCT Not On Your Side team is in action at 12.30. 
in the exceptional community baseball league. So get out and, and support the ECBL, but we've got a game at 1230 on Saturday. Good stuff. BB, thanks for joining us, man. And uh, folks, if you missed it, great chat, hour long chat with Mike Houston. You can check it out at six o'clock. If you missed it earlier today, great show Bailey. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon, man. Appreciate it. Take care. All right. There is BB Brian Bailey joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. Great recap there of everything going on with ECU Athletics. When we return, we'll continue that uh, flight by Yingling ECU report. Y'all want to go football or baseball? Let's go. Let's go football. We'll continue the football chat here from Mike Houston and Deontay Johnson when we return. Pirate Radio Live on a Monday. It's a sweet fantasy here every time you listen to Pirate Radio. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Greenville Utilities' Neighbor to Neighbor program provides help for those who need temporary assistance with their utility costs, and you can make a difference. Your tax-deductible donation can be added to your GUC bill each month, or you can make a one-time donation, and GUC will match all the donations up to $20,000 each year. Consider helping a neighbor with GUC's Neighbor to Neighbor program. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Happy times, people. As Alex points out, all three coaches happy at the moment. Cliff Godwin in the top ten. Mike Schwartz got Bobby Pettiford today. And Mike Houston happy after spring ball. What a time. Hey, let's all I'll be happy. I think uh, let's throw Kim McNeil's happy. Oh, yeah. She's happy. Um, Amanda Barnes is happy. Yes, she is. Why? Because they're hosting number five, Carolina. And they had a dominant performance over Cincinnati on Saturday. They beat them 18 to 8. It sounds like we um, planned this segment the way y'all were jumping in. And uh, this is perfect. This uh, this is good. This is good. Uh, coming off an 18-8 win, as Shirley Rhodes said, they are 10-3. and three. Let's go, ladies. Let's go. And you want to talk about a gutsy performance. We talked about, you know, the football team being out there in the spring game and just that cold, rainy weather. These ladies were out there, too. Grit. No shelter, no nothing. And I don't know if you've seen, you know, lacrosse players, they wear these, like, skirt-looking things. I mean, they're shorts underneath, but it's kind of got, like, a little skirt that goes with it. And they're out there, you know, just running around, you know, short sleeve shirts and these, these, I call them skirts. around? Yeah, skirting around. And, uh, And they just, they gutted it out, and man... They were dominant in that game, and that was a lot of fun. Now they have to host number five, North Carolina, coming in to Johnson Stadium. Johnson. 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 Um, and uh, that's going to be a fun game because, remember, East Carolina took on Duke, who was nationally ranked, and they gave oh. them a real hard time. Uh, so. I uh, yeah. Yeah. I remember. Uh, duh. What duh. does the ECU 
women's lacrosse team and Chandler have in common? Oh, boy. Uh-oh. They're both chasing skirts. Come on! Oh, I don't even have a rim boom. shot up here. Boom. boom. Good one. Guys, I- what have I always said about this ECU women's lacrosse team since I was a child? That's right, before they even existed. What did I always say? What do you got to do? What do you... If this team's to be taken serious, if this team is going to be a contender, what do they have to do? What have I always said? That's right. Win on the road. This team's 5-0 and away from home. This team is deciding to win games right now. That's right, Mark Lindsay. <laughs> they have decided. They looked themselves in the mirror and said, y'all want to win, y'all want to lose. They decided they're going to win. And that's what they're doing. And let me tell you something. They have a tell good me. time. Tell they have me. a good time on that field. Tell me. Talk to me. It's like it's like a soul train like dance off on the sidelines. Train. I mean, they th- those those girls have a great time playing and, playing lacrosse. By the way, anything else on lacrosse before I move on? Uh, no. One, let's end the lacrosse talk with this. Join in. L A X. There you go. Right. I got uh, I got some news for you. ECU softball. Mm-hmm has won a conference game why yes Are yes house, they did how sweet it is are you sitting down uh i wish things were better but they picked up their first conference win and they're starting to you know the old cliche in sports folks first you lose big then you lose close then you win close then, then you, you win, win big. big they're losing close i know they're in that losing close stage they are and it's not good okay it's not fun uh they lost four to three on thursday seven to six on saturday uh but they mixed in a win on saturday as well 12 to eight at houston Uh, so they did pick up uh their first conference win of the year they got duke twice coming up on wednesday so you look at these midweeks coming up baseball against odu lacrosse against uh north carolina softball two against duke so a huge midweek for athletics uh going on at ecu give me a wink right quick thank you yep one wink for the win this week in conference play for shane winkler and the softball pirates all right let's hear uh what mike houston had to say after the spring game upbeat uh mike houston fired up after watching his team compete what a perfect way to end the spring. Uh, very spirited uh, scrimmage. As you can see, you know, the kids were, uh, you know, very competitive today. Uh, you know, that's, that's the way they wanted this, the, the spring game to be, and uh, I thought it was just perfect. Couldn't, couldn't have been any better. Nobody got hurt seriously. Got a, you know, ankle, hamstring, stuff like that, but uh, nothing that would keep anybody out uh, if we had a game next week or anything like that. But uh, I think just, you know, great spring. Uh, you know, it's obviously, you know, we've all, we all know that we got a lot of new faces out there and, uh, I think the kids have had, you know, fantastic attitudes all spring. Uh, they've worked very, very hard. You know, we did not have a bad day, uh, of the 15 practices. Now, Thursday they were jawing back and forth and, you know, a little bit too much of that, but, uh, but they had worked and earned the right to have a day like that. Um, but, uh, you know, I think you saw a lot of, uh, positives today and, uh, fans got to see a little bit of what we've seen. Um, I hate that the weather conditions weren't, uh, you know, weren't to where we had a, a bigger crowd there. But uh, I think that the guys that uh, the people that were here were able to see uh, a very spirited uh, scrimmage. So, questions? How did you impress with Alex? 
Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, but that's he's had that kind of spring. Uh, you know, I think that uh, we feel very comfortable with uh, both quarterbacks going into the summer. Uh, but, you know, he's a kid that's this is his fourth year in the program. Uh, he has complete command of the offense. And I thought, uh, you know, the thing that's most impressive to me is, you know, he, he sees what's coming defensively and was able to consistently get us in the right protections, consistently get us in the right play. Coach, in the big picture of sustaining success, how do you feel coming out of spring? Well, I think that uh, we know exactly what we have. I think that's the best way to put it. Uh, you know, we know where we are very strong and we know where we've got to improve between now and August. Uh, you know, our kids, uh, you know, they, they have enjoyed the program getting it to where it is. And uh, I can promise you they're determined for us not to go backwards. Uh, so they have very high expectations for us going into the season. Well, you know, we've had 14 practices of evaluating, you know, good on good. And I think that, you know, when you get a situation like that, now you're going to look at more of how people operated individually, uh, you know, because you had, you know, two, two of your starting offensive linemen with three backups. You know, you had uh, your quarterbacks with different combinations at receiver and running back and tight end. Uh, and, you know, you had, you had your coaches split up. And so I think that it's, you know, how did they, how, who, who functioned well in that environment and who, who handled the, the game situation the best. And I, I still think you can evaluate this film and take a lot to learn and grow from. For a spring game, I haven't seen the film yet, but it was a pretty good spring game. No doubt. I mean, that's, uh, I've been a part of a lot of them. You know, number one thing for me is nobody gets hurt, so I'm happy with that. But just the competitive you know, edge on the field. I mean, they were going at each other. You had some big hits. You had some big plays. You know, you saw Josiah Hatfield do Josiah Hatfield things. Uh, you saw Javius Bond and why we're so excited about him. Uh, you saw so many defensive guys uh, make plays that we have been seeing all spring that maybe everybody else hadn't seen. So uh, I think it was a great spring game. You think you got a good look at some different, like, game scenarios, you know, like some late clock situations yeah. and stuff well, like that? Well, that right there at the end. Yeah. You know, that's – you're, you're – you, you've got to function better right there at the very end. You know, we were trying to get the ball spiked. We couldn't get it communicated. You know, you had, but again, you have guys that never been in that situation before. So I think that's great film right there for everybody to learn from. Alex spiked out about everybody on the zone. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, and he has, but I, he hadn't kept it and scored. I don't know how, how far that was, but, uh, you know, you had, a, you had a pressure and a corner trap coverage, so you, you had everybody coming off the edge. The receiver sealed it, and then so it's just green grass. So you, you're probably going to have the defensive guys getting on the, uh, the purple defense about the pursuit right there because I don't think anybody expected Alex to go 60 or whatever it was. Obviously looking for people to step up on the offensive end, and especially like the last few drives. Mason seemed to calm down and looked very in control of things, made some pretty good throws. What do you think about the way he ended today? Well, I think that uh, he's got a lot of positives he took from today. He's got some things that he needs to function and operate better. Um, I think that what we've seen from him all spring is when we have our personnel out there with him, he functions very well. So, uh, again, I think it's you have some growing pieces uh, you know, for a lot of guys, and him in particular, uh, but you have a lot to go off of from the whole spring that you're excited about. Defensively, some big stops at the end. Uh, you know, 
right down in the mouth of the goal line again. Yeah, and you had the, the purple had their back against the wall, and they gave they gave themselves a chance with uh, some big plays and some big hits. So, uh, you know, I, again, I can't, I can't say it, uh, any any more than just uh, just love the way our kids competed today. But that's what we're used to, and uh, really like this group. So excited for them. Thanks a lot. Houston, following the spring game, fired up about his Pirates and uh, and what they have brought to the table this spring because, I don't know, it's not like he's been subdued or anything in the past. He has just been excited just about every time uh, cameras hit his face following a practice and a scrimmage and of course the spring game as well we'll talk to donnie kirkpatrick later this week blake harrell as well and dive into some of the personnel who stood out in their opinion um who we another topic guys that didn't participate this spring whether it be due to injury whether it be maybe they're not here yet which uh, i know the coaches can't talk about that but what do they want to maybe add to the roster and who will they be adding that didn't participate you're talking about rajay harris and jeremy lewis to name a couple uh, so this team uh, starting to come together, but as we talked about with Brian Bailey, still questions at that QB position. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Uh, we'll talk a little baseball. Josh Moylan, Lane Hoover going to join us coming up in hour three. Might be a little bit after five. They did have practice today and got to get some workouts, some treatment in. Uh, they got a lift, so they have some things going on, but... They are gracious with their time, and we want to hear from Josh Moylan and Lane Hoover. We'll do that in Hour 3 on the Delcor Players Lounge. More to go, Pirate Radio Live, on this beautiful Monday in eastern North Carolina. We're back with you after this. listening to hour two of pirate radio live this hour is brought to you by country mart country mart is open every day and has two locations in bethel on highway 11 and in stokes on highway 903 country mart fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline now back to the show welcome back be sure to check out david price construction for all of your commercial or custom residential renovation and building needs run by ecu alumni david price construction specializes in commercial projects maintenance on facilities facilities and large-scale residential renovations and additions. David Price Construction, the proud ECU Home Services partner. Call them today at 919-291-5532 or visit them online at davidpriceconstruction.com. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Flip. All right. Thank you, Charlie Rhodes. Chandler Honeycutt here on a Monday. We'll talk to Josh Moylan and Lane Hoover coming up in just a moment. Shout out to Mark Kirkendall for burning me uh, Offspring CD in sixth <laughs> or seventh grade. Chandler, do you know what that means? Burning a CD? Do you ever have any CDs burned, or were you uh, too old, too young for that? No, I've never had that happen. Yeah, surely we. Uh, how many? Oh. How many sleeves of burned CDs did you have? I have an entire prom? case full. Yeah. Were you? I still to do. That? do. Yeah, uh, you could buy. Well. <laughs> yes and no (laughs) like i don't know if you were supposed to sell them for profit 
No, but I made copies of all of my CDs because I was one of those people that was paranoid that when I bought a CD that somehow it would get scratched. So I would make copies of all of my CDs. Ah, interesting. So now that seems like a good use for it, a pure use for it. Well, yeah, because I don't, you know, I don't want to have to go out and buy the same CD and spend, you know, 10, 12 bucks yeah. when I can spend less than that for a CDR and, you know, make a copy. All right. Trivia question for Shirley and one for Chandler. Shirley, your trivia question is, we heard fantasy earlier, made popular by Mariah Carey in the early 90s. What rapper was featured on fantasy by Mariah Carey? If my was it ODB? It was old, dirty, shut your mouth. Yep. Me and Mariah go back, back like, like babies, babies and pacifiers. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> well said, Charlie. Sorry, no. I was old babe pacifiers. <laughs> I love it. No, no, no. Because actually, because when you started saying <laughs> me and Mariah, I was hearing it in ODB's voice, and you know he has a very distinct voice in the way he delivers that line. So me I was and Mariah. Yeah. Yep. Pull together like babies and pacifiers. Great stuff. Chandler, your trivia question involves sports. Two of the top three scorers in NBA this year did not make the playoffs. Can you name them? Who led the NBA in scoring this year per game? Points per. Anthony Davis. Um no it was joel Embiid. he did make the playoffs what two players two and three led the nba in scoring points per game and did not make the playoffs lebron james he is in the playoffs he is in the play-in game lebron james one of my favorite players my favorite non-hornet oh kevin durant no <laughs> no the Suns are in the playoffs. Kevin Durant is my fake favorite player. Uh, Who do I actually like? In the NBA? Yeah. I don't know if I know this. I have his shoes. Damian Lillard? Yes. <laughs> Dame time averaged 32.2. This player averaged 32.4 and is not in the playoffs. Jimmy Butler. Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic. Uh, not in the playoffs. Kyrie Irving, not in the playoffs. I'm going to start watching basketball. I'm going to make that. I do like the playoffs just because I like Charles and Kenny. and Charles. I was going to say Chuck, but I've already said Charles, Shaq, Ernie. So uh, you've got the, the Hornets annual uh, play-in tournament begins tomorrow night. The Hornets are not a part of it this year. No, they're not for the first time in two years, which I'd rather them not play than go in there and play and lose by 40 points like they did the past two years. Here are your matchups. Coming up on Tuesday, Hawks and Heat. By the way, sad, sad day yesterday. Last regular season game for uh-huh. Udonis Haslam. Udonis Haslam. So starting next year, I'll be older than every NBA player. Man, you're older than two. You're older than every player in two major sports. I'm pretty sure I'm older than everybody in baseball. How old's Nelson Cruz? Uh, he might be up there with you. How old's Dig Mountain, a.k.a. Rich Hill? Let's see. Nelson Cruz. What about Adam Wainwright? Nelson Cruz hit a bomb against the Braves, and he's 42. I'm still not older than everyone in Major League Baseball. 
but I'm going to be older than everybody in the NFL this season. I think, unless there's a kicker or punter out there, pretty sure I'm older than everybody. I'm going to be older than everybody in the NBA with Udonis Haslam retiring. Uh, Hawks, Heat, and Timberwolves, Lakers. That'll be pretty good. Mm. Bulls, Raptors, and Thunder, Pelicans, your matchups on Wednesday night. So those are the play-in tournament games. By the way... Yes, on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by DeBuck. DeBuck. By the way, uh, because you mentioned uh, Shaq and Chuck and Ernie, uh, over the weekend it popped up on my Twitter feed. I don't know if you saw this or not, but there's... um, uh, Ernie and Chuck have a, uh, I guess it's a podcast called The Steam Room. I believe that's what it's called. Mm. And uh, there's a story where uh, Charles Barkley talks about why he does not use hotel soap. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Ernie played that clip, I guess, during one of the NBA shows uh over the weekend Mm -hmm. and Shaq could not contain himself do you know why the reason is yes because apparently he almost had an incident where the because you know hotel soaps are small yeah they're they're packaged right yeah they're packaged but they're fairly small i mean if you've ever used the hotel soap there's hardly anything yeah and uh the way chuck described it was um that he's a rather large guy yeah and he was using said soap, and he nearly had an incident where the soap disappeared somewhere. And so now he brings his own bar of soap, right. and it's a large bar of soap. All right. Uh, you have to go back and watch the video, but I Shaq completely it. Yeah. loses it. And Kenny Kenny just can't. He's like, there's so many jokes here, I just don't even know where to start. So there's this whole thing, but... Uh, I figured you would enjoy watching something like that because that seems to be something that you would enjoy watching. Do you want me to read a really unfunny joke by Eric on YouTube? Sure, why not? He said, that's turtable. Wow, okay, you got some chuckles. (laughs) Chandler's losing it. (laughs) Shirley's laughing. (laughs) Eric. That's good. Well played, well played. Anything with turtle makes me laugh. That's turtable. All right, Eric. You got a couple of laughs. I'm going to give you credit. Good speaking job. Of, speaking of that, remind me during the commercial break, I got to show you something. Whoa. I hope it's, I hope it's, I hope it's not turds. No. No. It was, it was a skit on Saturday Night Shirley Live. Shirley made a turtle. <laughs> no, it was a skit on Saturday Night Live. A turtle. I thought it was. A turtle. A turtle. All that right. was a delayed reaction, by the way. All right. You can show him that during the break. Yeah, I'm going to show it to him. Eric break. said, nothing beats the satisfaction of completing a download on Napster. You had to babysit for an hour. At least an hour, At Eric. At least. Man, those Napster. Uh, I mean, LimeWire was just as bad. Yeah. Those are the good old days, And folks. you're just sitting there, and God forbid somebody pick up the line, pick up the phone, to make a phone call and knocks you offline midway through your download. Yeah. And you'd have to start all over. Remember those free America Online things they used to have? Yeah, and the discs. Like get those and use the internet for a few days or something. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the old days sound like it was a lot of work. You don't even... It's just, hey, look, come sit in this you, rocking chair beside me, son, and let me tell you about how it used to be. Let me tell you something. People these days have it easy like when you're trying to let's say for example you missed an episode of uh, let's just say friends like if you missed an episode of friends you can go back on one of the streaming sites and be able to pull that episode up back in those days someone recorded it 
and then put it up on LimeWire, and then you could download it, but it would take you hours for it to download but you were happy about that because right. that's the way to like if you didn't rec- if you didn't get it on vcr or whatever yeah or done. even even on like the uh what was it you used to have a tivo kind of thing yeah but those, like i'm thinking like but that's even that was 90s, later early, yeah. yeah those weren't around yet yeah so if you didn't record it on your vcr you were out of luck can so- you believe this chandler can you believe we used to live this way? Look at, look like at me, savages? Look at me right now. I'm just speechless. I'm staring off into space. Like, I don't He's even know stunned. what to say. You know? He has I no just, idea. I am, uh, you know what, Chandler? There was a time where the internet never existed. Shut up. <laughs> Get out of here. That's true. It's all Shut true. Up. It's all true. Uh, Eric says, growing up, 90% of my family fights were a result of the phone and internet usage. Oh, there's no question. No question. I was really only the net head in my home, so I didn't have to battle too many people. It was just for the phone itself, like the dollar. And then you like eventually maybe we got like an extra number or something, like a extra phone line for internet usage, I guess. See, I wasn't much of a phone person. Like I didn't talk on the phone a lot, but man, when the internet came along and I could chat online i really became kind of like a nethead i was a nethead i used to love friday nights uh, my buddy would stay over and we would look at the uh basically the game trackers for every baseball game and like follow our fantasy guys and we would just look at the dots go from first to second to third and that was very entertaining for me yeah well, back yeah. in the late 90s mm-hmm. all right let's take a break nobody cares at some point we're gonna chalk chalk to Josh Moylan and Lane Hoover inside the Delcor Players Lounge. Got those guys coming up in hour number three. We'll also make you a winner. And we've got more uh, Mike Houston to get to, some Cliff Godwin, Justin Wilcoxon as well. Plus, whatever's on your mind. You got a question for the ball players? You can ask those on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter. Derek says, World Book Encyclopedia was my internet before the internet. Mm-hmm. I remember those encyclopedias. I'm with you there, Derek. Having to go to the library to do research on a paper. Forget about it. Now you got that chat GPT. What's it called? Is that what it's called? Something, whatever, Tony. Now you don't even have to have a conversation with somebody. Just robots will do the talking for you. I, I object scary to all world. Of this. Scary world, people. All right, Lane Use Hoover. a card catalog. Lane like Hoover us, with a sweet folks. Braves hat about oh, the joint. Nice. hat, bro. Josh Moylan as well. When we return, Pirate Radio Live, back with you after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine has been caring for Pirate Nation and the student-athletes at East Carolina University for more than 35 years and are the official team physicians for ECU. Orthopedics East provides a variety of general and specialized operative and non-operative orthopedic services to meet the needs of the patients of Eastern North Carolina. For more information, call 757-2663 or visit orthoeast.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Went to turn all the mics on and got sidetracked on Josh Moylan's Crocs. Interesting look today from Josh Moylan. And Lane Hoover joining us here inside the Pirate Radio studios in the Delcor Players Lounge. Go to delcorinc.com or call 321-8868 if you have an issue with your heating, cooling, plumbing. Delcor, the service professionals, will take care of it for you. Gentlemen, uh, great to have you in here. How you doing today? Doing good. It's always good. Uh, you know, have a good week after going uh, 4-0 this week. So. Yeah. It's been good. Needed it, right? Yeah, oh, sure yeah. did. A little sure bounce did. back. Uh, but, yeah, coming off your first losing week of the year and your first two-game losing streak, uh, those two things happen. And then how do you respond? Like you said, score a ton of runs and then win on a marathon walk-off. And we'll, we'll talk about all that. But, um, Josh, uh, how about wrapping up a week on Friday before it's even dark outside? That's pretty rare for a baseball player. So, what was Saturday, Sunday, and Monday like for you guys? Uh, you got a little extra time off, maybe? Yeah, I mean, it was it was crazy. I mean, I think it's the first time we've had that where we've been done on Friday before like five o'clock. So that was or even four o'clock. So it was pretty nice to get out of there. But yeah, the weather delay was a uh, a little tough on us. But yeah, I mean, it was nice to get those uh, rest of the day Friday, Saturday, and Sunday off and enjoy Easter. But yeah, I mean, pretty crazy stuff. But I'm just glad we got uh, got out of there with some wins. Who have you said you uh, enjoyed some good Easter food over the weekend? Yeah, sure did. What was on the menu? Um, my grandma and I think my aunt, and my mom made some uh, chicken, ham, um, deviled eggs, um, salad. You know, kind of typical Easter. The meal. works. I was yeah. going to ask how y'all feel about deviled eggs. You a fan? Yeah, I used to, I used to not Josh? be, but. I like them now. Is that a Maryland delicacy too? I didn't know. I didn't know oh, they yeah, did that yeah. over we, there. We enjoy them in Maryland. I'm a I'm a big deviled egg guy. All right, good to hear. Good to hear. I had a couple of those myself on Sunday, thanks to uh, Mom Dukes. So I appreciate that. Uh, Lane, what was the? I, I swear I didn't think you guys were going to be able to get back on the field. Uh, just knowing what the weather was going to be all weekend, it was like a like a winter spring hurricane almost, just rain constantly. But you're able to get back on the field. First of all, did you think like you were legitimately going to be able to finish that game on Friday? Um, um, not what I've heard. What I heard from the forecast, yeah, it didn't. It didn't sound great. But you know, I'm. I we were surprised. I think to finish even um, like a nine inning game. You know, much less right. get more innings in. But yeah, I was. I was honestly a little surprised. Yeah, and if you didn't finish it, it would have been one of those dreaded ties. Mm-hmm. I believe the first one since 2016 for ECU. And like, I already see you guys shaking your heads. That leaves you with a weird feeling, right? A yeah, bad feeling? Yeah, I mean, the tie, you never want to tie. I mean, honestly, you don't, 
you don't want to lose, but I, I feel like I'd I'd much rather obviously win than tie a tie, and it just leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah, it also looks weird in the standings, yeah. and you're like, are we above this team, below this team? <laughs> like the tie, like in NFL, it's always confusing. Mm-hmm. Like, who's the wild card? What does the tie do? So, uh, so what did you guys? This was a question we got um, earlier. Like I think back on Friday, what did you guys do during the rain delay? How do you spend your time there? Well, uh, we actually we had mellow mushroom that we got for dinner, so that was supposed to be the after the game meal. But when we had that big delay, I, I sat down and ate me uh, just about a whole pizza, <laughs> and then uh, just you know kind of laid around, just kept my body loose, stretching out. And then when I when I heard it was time to go, we all were uh, shot out of a cannon, flying back out there to stretch. But it got kind of cold after that little break, so everybody throwing sleeves on. But yeah, just kind of hanging out, eating some pizza. Move. Yeah, I was the same way. I had a couple sauces of pizza, and I yeah, I think we asked uh, Gross this last week. It depends on how long the delay is. Like you get one of those that we've had in the regionals or super last year, mm-hmm. and it's like a five hour delay or whatever. Oh, those yeah. are different than a forty five hour delay, right? Oh uh, yeah, I mean, anytime you got a couple hours, usually just want to sit around and kind of relax. But when we know, well, when we don't know if it's going to be fifteen or an hour, we uh, we're usually on pretty high alert in there. And how much time do you get? I guess the pitchers get time to warm up. Do you all throw around infield or anything? You get a little time to warm up coming yeah, back? Yeah, they, they gave us like a kind of a heads up of when to be out there. I think we restarted at, what, 50, I want to say, was at whatever, 50. And then we uh, we got back out there like 30 to stretch and throw a little bit and then get the bodies moving again. And then once it was uh, time to go, we just ran out on the field and got right after it uh here's a question for you guys how do you go from scoring like two three four five runs to putting up 41 runs in three games <laughs> explain it lane it's the game of baseball <laughs> that's about all i can really that's what say. they say right yeah uh just an all-offensive explosion for you guys last week and josh i had something about you against an acc team <clears throat> at around 5 36 o'clock in greenville because that home run reminded me of the virginia game like to get things started kind of a similar time of the day similar crowd and just a lot of parallels to that virginia home run in the regional to that nc state one to get the party started the other day yeah i mean it, it was pretty funny so i was sitting on deck kind of getting loose and i'm like man this this seems a lot like the virginia game like just it kind of quickly popped into my head like sitting on deck like all right we i might have the you know like there's nobody on base i'm coming up like this kind of feels like the same thing and then got a swing off and I'm like holy crap this is like the same exact thing like I was, it left my back going down the line and I was just so full of energy and everything I didn't even know how to react I just kind of spun around got the got the dugout going and then round and third wanted to get the fans fired up but uh yeah that place was rocking and I shout out to the fans coming out on yeah. a Tuesday night that was like a regional environment that was crazy and we um we did a little parody of the celebration room in a video which unfortunately you couldn't see Josh that well yeah. Josh was in the sombrero a lot of people didn't see him in that yeah, video I was tucked away in the back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Chandler showed me the video and I was it that home run or it might have been from a UC did you get a home run in the UCF game at all? I believe it was the UCF okay when uh they stonewalled yeah, you they gave you the silent tree yeah it was I I came in there I'm all fired up and I you can see I start jumping up and then everybody saw I'm like oh man so I just <laughs> turned around and walked right out but yeah they got me pretty good and then the jungle actually tried to get me with it after the game I jumped up and usually they're 
yelling and all. And as soon as I jumped up, they went dead silent. Oh, I wow. Like, I was like, they already got me the dugout, and you guys are doing it to me, too. The double silent treatment for Josh Moylan. But I uh, got the party started against NC State, and that party continued with Jacob Jenkins Coward hitting three. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jacob Starling hit one. Shaq, I think. Barini oh, yeah. got one as well. So uh, how about when a guy hits three? When's the, have you ever done that in a baseball game, Josh? I'm sorry. Should I start with you, Lane? Yeah, the yeah. home run hitter. This guy. Um, <laughs> I either hit two or three in Cooperstown back when I was 12. There you go. Yeah. All right, yeah. Josh. I I think the most I've hit in the game is two. Three's three's pretty impressive. That yeah. was that was special. Uh, who have you have hit a home run since we last talked to you? Yep, that's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, so you're showing off your power, and as somebody pointed out on Facebook Live, uh, said uh, Hoove has turned it up. So, I don't know, Lane, do you you change anything when you're struggling? Like, anything different now than, say, a month or two ago? Or you're just starting to find it? What's the deal? Yeah, not really. I think the biggest thing is... um once you once you get a couple hits your your confidence really starts to really build and then you know you really just go off of that how important is confidence josh you're a good person to ask because you had your struggles last year so uh you are raking this year you said preseason you're going to take this more of a i I still love your line i get to go to the ballpark (laughs) instead of i have to go so is that thinking mentally like is that helping you think your swing and production yeah i mean it's just like who said you get a couple hits to fall in you get that confidence and then i mean to start the year i was hitting some balls well they were catching them and then finally got a couple bleeders to fall in and i'm like all right like here we go and then after that you know just we talked about it before just going out and enjoying it and having fun doing it and that's exactly what i've done this year just gone out with the guys and tried to enjoy enjoy every game like it might be the last one we play so i've i've had a ton of fun this year i know all the guys have even when we've been losing games we've came right back out the next day and just went back to having fun and playing the game so i think that's that's been the biggest thing for me delcor players lounge with josh moylan lane hoover jacob jenkins coward not joining us today he said he uh, hopes to be good to go and join us coming up in a couple weeks uh but he suffered an injury we don't wish on our worst enemy right oh, guys man. definitely not um <laughs> he has always been able to have a good sense of humor to go with the flow um i've texted with him a little bit he seems to be handling about as well as you can but how's he is he doing all right yeah he's actually doing pretty well like and the the mental side too just kind of it sounds like he's going to come back so that's a good thing Mm -hmm. he's got like a goal to reach but uh mentally and physically this one this one's tough right yeah i mean and honestly the day after i was kind of surprised he showed up and was in the dugout with us just like kind of cheering us on in the dugout so i mean he's he's in good spirits obviously like you say you don't wish this on anybody especially not your teammate and a guy who's a huge part of the team is just a great guy but you know it's it's tough but i i got full confidence he'll come back ready to rock and roll whenever he's uh clear to go and the good news is uh the the depth of this team and sometimes we wonder you know we, we need to get more riley johnson in we need to get more carter cunningham or cam clunch or these younger guys well now somebody's gonna have to step up and you, you build this depth you have these guys on the roster you're gonna miss something without uh, one of the leaders jacob jenkins coward but shouldn't be too much of a drop off right with the the guys you have on the team yeah, I mean, it's just like you said, we got a, we have a pretty deep team this year, and we have guys that can play a lot of positions. I mean, even a guy like Amac can play outfield if we really needed him to. And I know, obviously, we got guys like Hoove that are going to continue to, you know, do what they're doing, and we're just going to we're going to keep moving on like it didn't happen. But obviously, like you said, it stinks to to lose a guy batting, you know, two, three, four in the lineup. Any anytime you lose a guy like that, it's tough. But 
all the guys are ready to rock and roll. I think we'll be good. Speaking of AMAC, AAC Player of the Week, speaking of confidence, he's a guy who his confidence could have gotten down. I don't know what's going on on the inside, but he always seems like a guy that is focused, under control. He never seems too high or too low. And uh, he showed last week that uh, he's still a heck of a player, being Player of the Week. He was seeing a beach ball up there. Oh, yeah. I mean, just like you said, confidence might not have been the best for him. I mean, I think he was struggling a little bit. Had some had some home runs, but you know, kind of here and there was struggling. But then he, once he got that first hit, we were joking before. We're like, all right, well, last year we were at UCF and he went nuts against them. So we're like, all right, I mean, he's got to do it again, right? And <laughs> he got that first hit. And we're like, all right, it looks like he's uh, he's feeling pretty good. And then they just kept rolling. But uh, yeah, hey, Mac had a great weekend, and I mean, I. I hope he uh, keeps it rolling moving forward. The night killer, uh, oh, yeah. Alec Makarevich, uh, number 99, player of the yeah. week in the American. And uh, Hoove, uh, when I was asking you to come on, I sent you a text about your um, three-run chopper, which yeah. was like, you want to look up the definition of Lane Hoover uh, in the dictionary. That's just getting it done. Bat on the ball, finding the spot, and being productive. And uh, I know that felt good to you. Yeah, it did. That's, um, I guess that's what you call the – the guys caught the hoover special <laughs> so yeah yeah it was it was good yeah and uh got them all in and uh and once again just an offensive explosion for you guys and then uh you found yourselves in another pitcher's duel in the final game of that series and some great work once again by josh gross who um i know he'll be happy next week to talk about zero walks for him in that game which he's always uh focused on but then you got some good bullpen performances uh landon ginn and was it wyatt that also pitched yeah yep. wyatt lunsford shankman uh pitching what's that six innings of no un, uh, no score uh did not allow a run for those guys in the bullpen yeah i mean they were they were great and especially you know gross i think it was his last inning out there he gave up the the two runs i believe and uh you know just just telling shank like hey man just fill it up and and let those guys get themselves out it's tough conditions you know if you just make pitches that it's gonna it's gonna go in your favor and then obviously we had that huge delay and landon comes out and just goes out there and is dealing right from the start so that was huge for him to be able to do that because i mean if we don't get out to a good start on the mound there who knows but you know shout out to those guys just doing their job and uh keeping it where it was so the offense could finally push one across and sorry josh i was going to give you no walks the stats say one walk so <laughs> you had one seven k's one walk he'll definitely take that oh, yeah. uh big games for both lane and josh uh two for five for both of you guys and a run scored and, and when runs were at a premium in a three to two game what was uh i don't know what was the, what was the pitcher doing that day to keep the pirate bats at bay I mean, he was well, I should I should ask guys other than y'all because y'all had two hits apiece. <laughs> but but the team uh, actually, you guys did have hits that day. It was getting them in. It was a lot of left on base for the Pirates that last game. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'll, I'll let who talk to this, but I think you know the the small ball is kind of where it uh, it got us there because we were we we're moving guys over. We just couldn't find a way to get them in. And I know we had a bunch of guys put some good bunts up and move guys over, but it was just tough to kind of kind of push them across. Yeah, there was definitely. I know a good a, a good bit of spots where we could have definitely took advantage, but um, you know we we found a way to get the job done. You did, uh, got it done in the last inning. Justin Wilcoxon said, "I'll just hit one off the wall and go ahead and end this baby." <laughs> Might as well. Uh, so that that always works. Um, had a question that I'm sure. I mean, this is thrown out a lot. Uh, the question from World JT. I don't know if that's any relation to Bryson, but uh what's up with all the fake bunts 
seems to mess up the hitter's rhythm. Lane, what's up with the fake bunts? I mean, that's you know it. I mean, when you're up there, I mean, you you show a fake bunt it for the pitcher, it, it can be a little uncomfortable at the like very last second. You see someone squaring around, you could be kind of get a little little fidgety or nervous, and you know, you could throw one out of the zone. But um, I mean, that's just something to really see the see see what he's you know what he's doing and how does it look you know very if it's early if it's early on especially so um yeah that's really about how it works and i I think i've heard coach godwin say he wants to see what that third baseman and all the infielders are doing as well so there are reasons for it uh cliff godwin by the way who has roasted us all in the media myself included several times um was doing a little twitter q a on friday night and answered a question from uh ecu barstool that they asked during the game i don't know if you guys saw that uh but let's see uh it was barstool during the game throwing up a question why are you squaring around a bunt with bases loaded two outs in a tie ball game that was asked during the game cliff godwin five hours later said to score a run when the third baseman is back and you are one of the fastest players in the country. So, uh, asked and answered, right? There you go. I guess. Q&A uh, with the coach. Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of interesting to see coach on uh, Twitter there because usually he tells us, you know, stay away from the rat poison, but uh, hopefully he doesn't uh, chew me out for bringing that up. But. That was uh, his one comment to a question, and I'm sure there's hundreds and thousands he could find, uh, but one Twitter user said, all right, Cliff started the precedent here. Now we need Mike Houston to answer one Twitter question after every football game and just uh, get after the fans. But oh, it was funny to see. The Barstool account handled it well. He said, you know, I did not expect, I did not have Cliff Godwin roasting me on Twitter uh, on my bingo card. So everybody laughed, and it was a fun moment. So there you go. Everybody handled it well, I thought. Um, can you guys stick around one more segment? Of yeah, course. All right, absolutely. let's uh, take a break. We'll come back. More to go on the Delcor Players Lounge. If you have a question for Josh Moylan and Lane Hoover, you can get it in. And I've got some more Twitter questions to get through, including their – let's see. Uh, that's a good one that we'll ask Josh in a moment. Uh, but biggest guilty music pleasure. So is there a guilty pleasure, uh, like a song that – Maybe you shouldn't like that you do like. I got a couple answers for those, so you guys will feel comfortable answering. Uh, But we'll ask those and more when we return. Pirate Radio Live on a Monday. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Carolina Caliber has the area's largest selection for outdoor shooting sports and accessories and is one of the top firearm dealers anywhere. 
At Carolina Caliber, they have everything you need for hunting, home defense, and personal protection, including a wide variety for ladies and youth. They will buy, sell, and trade. Carolina Caliber, locally owned and operated since 1960 on Fire Tower Road in Winterville. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live on a Monday, Delcor Players Lounge with Josh Moylan and Lane Hoover, East Carolina, back in the top 10 in both D1 Baseball and Baseball America polls after a 4-0 week and another huge week coming up because uh, you guys just have a challenging midweek game every week. It's just the way it is. This week it'll be Old Dominion coming up on Tuesday and then Cincinnati here Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Josh, before I forget, i I think it was the last game of the series and you go up and I want to say you kind of check swinged your first the first pitch and you looked like you're probably upset with I don't know either the ump or yourself or both second pitch was outside called a strike that time you were definitely upset with the ump not yourself and I don't know how that at bat finished but I'm thinking what's it like when you go up you're ready to go and after 12 seconds you're down 0-2 it's a tough way to start in the bat yeah I mean I think the the first one where I checked swung I was more so a little annoyed at myself because that's a pitch I I should be laying off but you know I, th- I think maybe he could have helped me out a little bit not calling that because yeah, I, th- I thought it was close but uh the second one yeah that, that's always tough that was you know, a ball having a bad call but yeah. I I mean I actually don't remember how that at bat <laughs> going but I I would imagine not my favorite from starting out 0-2 that quick but uh yeah you know it's, it's part of the game you have that sometimes but uh there were times during that game he was good behind the plate so you know every once in a while he might have a slip up yeah, I, I just think if Lane Hoover is taller than the ump, that guy shouldn't be allowed to ump home plate. <laughs> All right, you guys don't comment on that. This is me talking. <laughs> yeah, don't say I, anything. I need to stay silent on that. Do not say, yeah, especially you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why are you drawing lines on the table, Josh? Oh, Relax. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Lane, you ever been kicked out of a game? No. No way. No. Nobody's going to kick out Lane. <laughs> you ever got mad at anything in your life, Lane? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when, my, when my dog poops in the floor, I get really mad. <laughs> Josh, what's the maddest you've ever seen Lane? Uh, I mean, I, I've seen him annoyed sometimes, you know, when we might not be playing well. He'll, uh, he'll yeah. light a fire under us. But that, that's about the only time. I mean, I feel like I tell a lot of people this when they're like, oh, Hoover seems like such a nice kid. I mean, I, he's probably one of the nicest guys I've ever got to know. So it, it's hard to make him mad. But when he is, he'll uh, he'll let you know. But I like that. that it's a good mad when you, you need to fire up the boys, Lane, so you'll get after him if you need to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they need a lot of fire on them, then, you know, I need to do that. And a guy like yourself, it probably means a lot coming from Lane too, right, Josh? Like, oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, obviously he's a leader on the team. Being what are you a fifth year guy now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was saying being a being a leader on the team, but especially you know one of those guys that's always real uplifting and and nice to everybody. But when he when he gets on you, you know it's serious stuff. So uh, everybody tends to to listen pretty well. All right. Um, by the way, Denny Hoover would like a little credit for his cooking ability. He said, "What about Dad? Come on, I cook too." Yeah. He yeah. said taco it, ring. Oh man, yep. What's that? It's like um it's like a croissant and you uh put beef in it. Okay. You wrap you put beef in it and you wrap the croissant. It's it's actually really good. Taco um, ring. Yep. All right. Interesting. All right. Fire me up one of them, Denny. I'll check it out. <laughs> it's really good. Uh I know the answer from Lane was uh, he's uh, Atticus says, Who do you guys have winning the World Series this year? Mm. Yeah, I got my Braves, but got a little struggling going on la- here. La- the last two games, yeah, yeah. Um, but 
Josh, can your guys? I mean, I, I don't know if you're ready yet for a World Series in Baltimore, but well, I would, I would like to be ready for one. <laughs> but uh, honestly, I don't know. But I, sleeper pick this year. Those Pirates have been playing pretty well in Pittsburgh. They've been, they've been playing well. And uh, was it Brian, Brian Reynolds? He's been yep. tearing it up this year. So we'll, uh, we'll see. It could be a sleeper pick. And like the O's, uh, the Pirates have a lot of young talent. Uh, O'Neill Cruz and some others in that lineup. Yeah, he's hurt right now, though. I think uh, Cruz. O's have both uh, Rutschman, who got off to a tremendous start, right, oh, yeah. and Gunnar Henderson. How about what Norby's doing in minor league baseball, yeah. tearing it up right now? I mean, I'd love to see that guy up uh, with the big league team by the end of the year, but uh, who knows? I mean, and they just brought up Grayson Rodriguez, too, so they got all their guys starting to make their way to the major league roster. What do you think of the, uh, real quick, Ravens signing uh, Beckham? <clears throat> I mean, I think they're uh, trying to do anything they can to keep Lamar around. So, uh, I mean, who knows if he if he quits all the antics, he uh, I think he'll play well. But we'll see. Yeah, that's a it's it's a big if. It's a risk, but maybe you can get some reward on it. Um, and you're, I mean, that would be even this uh the way beckham is in his career now would probably be the best receiver Lamar's had. Oh, fair yeah. to say, I, I would think so. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I mean, and I, I think on the roster right now, yeah, he probably is the best one. So uh, we'll see. Hopefully he plays like he is. All right. Got some uh, other questions from Twitter. If you'd like to get one in on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter, you can do so. Lane, what's the punishment if you miss a sign from uh, Coach Godwin or another coach? Do you get punished? No, you probably get chewed out a little bit, yeah. That's really about it. But if you miss a sign, you know get a hit or something they usually won't say nothing <laughs> <laughs> so you got to miss the sign and something has to go wrong for yeah. you to get chewed out yeah pretty much how many of y'all y'all missed any over the years i've i missed one i can really remember at south florida this, this was my freshman year i missed a hit and run and uh zach agnos got thrown out of third by probably 40 feet and i'm sitting <laughs> in the box like oh man just waiting for it Got back in the dugout and I got a year full, but I think it's I think it's the only one I've missed. I think I learned after that I really can't miss them. <laughs> Hang, hung them out to dry yeah. on that one. All right, uh, Sam says, Josh, how did you prepare for your role as Jeffrey Dahmer? Now, I don't know if Sam knows that you you actually went as Jeffrey Dahmer for Halloween, right? I did. I wore that costume uh, as my Halloween costume, but uh, yeah, I mean everybody was kind of giving me crap about it once that whole documentary came out or show and yeah. they saw my glasses everybody's like you couldn't have picked any other glasses and i'm like what are you talking about like i, I really didn't know and then i saw the documentary i was like oh man but, uh, <laughs> i mean it's kind of it's a pretty bad person to be compared to i feel like yeah but, uh, it's, yeah. it's tough but yeah i mean it made it pretty easy for a halloween costume though yeah uh any of that you got a good look going though kept the uh kept the stash i like to think so i need a haircut though this stuff's starting, starting to get wild it it's is the, place. the natural Jeez. little curls coming out oh yeah i gotta say uh jacob jenkins coward's the only person that looks weirder without a mustache like he shaved <laughs> and i was like that doesn't look right yeah he's yeah. like a little kid yeah and so it looks very strange uh let's see what is your biggest guilty pleasure music artist so uh I, I, while you guys think i'll for me it would be somebody like so yesterday i'm at tiebreakers watching the masters with some guys and before they turned this tv volume on they were playing music and they were playing a lady gaga song yep and i was bobbing my head tapping the table and uh my guy mully looks at me i'm like i gotta say i think i'm a gaga fan uh, good music good songs good super bowl halftime show oh yeah give me gaga so like that would probably be my answer mine would be lady gaga too uh, i like that movie she was in 
Yeah. Oh, I've never seen it. Um, her Star Bra- is born. Yeah, I believe. her and Bradley Cooper. Yeah, I haven't seen. I that. just yep. I like some of her songs. And then uh, Carrie Underwood. Okay. Oh, but yeah. before he cheats or something like that. that yeah. That song. I like. I like singing it. You better watch your truck, Lenny. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> or just don't don't be a cheater. How about <laughs> you, Josh? I mean, Poker Face Lady Gaga is like a top five song of mine all time. I I'm pretty sure I know just about every word, but don't hold me to that. Yeah. But, uh, honestly, I, Rihanna's Rihanna's pretty good. You throw oh, yeah. a Rihanna song on, I'll start start bobbing my head a little bit. But uh, yeah, I'd say definitely a a guilty pleasure song i might throw it on when i'm in the shower once or twice but it's a pretty good song um i thought a lot of people said rihanna's halftime show was boring i just thought for the songs played like i didn't realize i knew every popular rihanna uh-huh. song like they're all good yeah they are pretty sick. um feel the rain on your skin that song oh yeah that is a is it uh bettingfield maybe natasha bettingfield that's one of my I'm all-time sure. favorites I, you I know what i'm talking about lane she surely you confirm on that one yeah Chandler, what's your guilty pleasure uh, song? Shirley, what do you got? What do y'all... Probably like a Molly Cyrus song. Okay, that's a good yeah. example. Like, you're not proud to admit it, but... What, like Party in the USA? Yeah. Like yeah. Jam out to that. Shirley, anything? <laughs> there's so I mean, many. there's not a lot of shame in your game. You like every... Like, a I lot like of... everything. Eclectic songs, so... Um... I guess a guilty pleasure would be for me just because I feel like it's the ultimate party song. Like, it just puts me in a good mood no matter how many times I hear it. Girls just want to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> it is a feel-good song. I mean, it's a, it's a banger. Yeah. Uh, and not necessarily guilty pleasure. My favorite uh, Christmas song of all time is um, I love Josh Groban on the piano giving me some Oh Holy Night. Yeah. I mean, See, I, I'm, I figured I'm a Mariah Carey guy for Christmas. Yeah. Okay. I figured you would have mentioned the Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift Taylor, song. That's my new favorite Christmas song. Oh, okay. Christmas okay. Tree Farm by Flip Taylor Swift is a, as the kids would say, banger. I got to give it a listen. Certified. Mine banger. is the 12 Pains of Christmas. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Parody songs are right up my alley for Christmas. <laughs> Let's see. Anything else on the Twitter or Facebook or YouTube for these guys before we let them go? Uh, Old Dominion coming up, 23-8. and eight. Those guys can play. Just good to get off the midweek schneid last week for you guys. I mean, can you put your finger on why you had lost those midweek games going into that state game? I mean, I honestly, I'm, I'm not really sure, but I think it's more so, you know, having a – full school day kind of you know getting yourself ready for a game after you just sat in class all day but i mean obviously i don't want to say it's an excuse but it's just a different environment too i mean i think tuesday this past tuesday i played nc state packed house most of the midweeks you know we're we're still having a good crowd but it's nothing like we usually get on weekend series so i don't know if that plays something into it but you know i hope hopefully that uh nc state one kind of gets us rolling for midweeks i think we'll play go out and play a good game tomorrow yeah hoof is uh as josh says it's different i'll this isn't an excuse but here's a reason you might struggle midweek you play good teams every week <laughs> like there's something to be said about the other team too right yeah i mean midweek games are really important you know you know it ain't just the conference that's you know big deal it's the midweeks game midweek games and you know you don't want to talk about it but the rpi stuff 
uh cincinnati coming up this weekend and uh so you guys will be back in conference play and then looking ahead at charlotte at wichita so you've had a you got a nice string of home games you're in right now is that i don't know feel more comfortable sleeping in your own beds all that stuff not having to travel or does it matter to you yeah definitely i mean you can stick to your normal kind of routine i know when we're at our our own park we can you know shower do whatever after we take bp or just chill out in there but when you're on the road it's a little tougher but yeah, I mean, obviously, we like playing at home, and it, it doesn't hurt uh, having 6,000-something people cheering behind us in the stands when we're at home, so that's uh, always a bonus. Lane, uh, keep up the good work. <clears throat> Thank you. Want to see more jungle jumps from you? Sounds good to me. You do a lot of jungle jumping <laughs> before the game, after the game, yeah, yeah. sometimes twice after the game. Yeah, I try to see how high I can get. <laughs> <laughs> see if you can clear it one yeah. time. And uh, Josh, keep hitting the ball, man, and uh, y'all keep up the good work, and we'll check in with you in a couple weeks. Sounds good yeah. to me. Sounds All right, good. Lane Hoover, Josh Moylan joining us on the Delcor Players Lounge. Pirates and Monarchs going at it coming up Tuesday at 6 o'clock. They got Cincinnati coming to town this weekend. All right, Shirley, let's open up the booty bag. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. All right, what do you want to give away on this Monday? Let's see here. How about a shrimp taco lunch courtesy of Chico? Mm, Chico's always good. Shrimp taco lunch can be yours if you're caller number five. Caller five, 317-1250. We're back with more Pirate Radio Live on a Monday after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Quality Equipment is your full-service John Deere dealer with 28 locations to serve you. Quality Equipment is open in Winterville next to Sam's Club or visit Quality Equipment com to find the location near you and congratulations to Lonnie Kinker who picked up a shrimp taco lunch courtesy of Chico's grab your amigos and head to Chico's enjoy your favorites like shrimp tacos steak and chicken fajitas burritos enchiladas ACP and more plus ice cold cervezas and Chico's famous margaritas are always available for Mexican Ford uh, excuse me for Mexican food and fun it's got to be Chico's now let's head back into PRL Here's Clip. The kink. The kink. The kink. The kink is back. Kink season. Kink season, baby. Let's go. Lonnie Kinker, one of the all-time names that wins here on Pirate Radio. The kink. This is not the kinks, and it's not Beck. It's not. It's a cover of it. I saw uh, On3 Sports tweeted out earlier today over 20% of Division One college college. Good gracious. <laughs> would you like to buy a well, vowel, As you sir? would say to me, well said. Over 20% of Division One college basketball scholarship players have entered the transfer portal. Uh, and then a response to that tweet was 15.6% of teams had coach turnover. So we're close to that number being even. Uh, but the, uh, according to this, more player percentage in the portal than coaching changes in 2023. That is the way sports, especially college sports, is 
working right now that it is and we have seen it work against and for east carolina javon small out bobby pettiford in i will miss javon small but i am very excited about bobby pettiford coming back to north carolina to play basketball and uh to play guard for this team and uh, i was talking off the air to hoove and uh josh and uh they're big you know ecu basketball fans lane hoover says he's a big coach schwartz guy and i said if the nucleus of felton and johnson and ezra stays and improves and he said hey add one more to that he says Jaden walker he says Jaden walker's a player and i agree with him uh you got something with this pirate basketball team all right let's hear um just earlier today i thought this was pretty interesting that it has been discussed and maybe coach houston and donnie kirkpatrick have already said it but mike houston was definitive on the brian bailey show earlier today you'll hear the whole interview coming up at six when he was asked uh will you add a quarterback from the transfer portal this offseason speaking of the transfer portal and uh, here's what he said cut one true all right, taking questions and comments from our Facebook live feed, do you plan on bringing a portal quarterback in with some experience because of your quarterback room? Well, we're going to add a quarterback from the transfer portal, and that's uh, something that, you know, uh, you get, you got to have four scholarship quarterbacks at the minimum. Right. There are a lot of teams that carry five scholarship quarterbacks. Uh, uh, Raheem Jeter uh, is, is going to be our quarterback one day, but right now he's a first-semester uh, high school senior and you know he's not ready uh, to go out there and be the guy just yet so uh, you do have some depth uh, that you got to address there in the quarterback room so uh, that is something we plan on doing you know here this spring alright uh, Mike Houston says yes we're bringing a uh, quarterback in Mike on uh, Twitter I saw earlier today said why Garcia is incumbent number one sounds like Flynn might be even a better option or at least compete for the starting job so bring in a three to still be three makes me think not a lot of confidence in one and two. And then he says, I didn't watch the spring game, haven't been to any practices, just the outside looking in. Well, if it's out there and available to you and you could get a guy, I mean, let's get a guy even better than Garcia and Flynn, right? We want the best players for every position. So they're going to try to uh, to do that if they can. And who knows maybe they find a guy that started for a team last year that can start for this team maybe they find a guy that can compete for the backup um whole nailers was banged up quite a bit didn't have to leave the game for many snaps but we've seen seasons where we have had injuries uh it has happened where we've had to go to the backup so those seem uh almost more common than you get a, a full season of a starter so uh bring in all you can and if it hurts the confidence of garcia or flynn well you know are they the guys anyway if they can't handle the competition i think they both can and uh i like uh i don't know i i I like having the idea of a clear number one but i also like competition during fall camp and may the best man win and i mean man it sounds like alex flynn uh, had a heck of a spring and in fact uh do we have time for one more cut Shirley, from mike houston where he talked about both flynn and garcia this spring this is cut too everybody likes to talk about the quarterback situation and alex flynn played <laughs> really really well on saturday mason garcia you said has had a good spring but 
only only thing that can happen out of this deal is if Alex pushes Mason. That's a good thing, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and you know, the, uh, I you know, this shows you about how much people listen to me. Um, they both had a good spring. Yeah, you know, and, and after every scrimmage. Uh, we've been pleased with uh, how they both pre- have performed. But, you know, Alex did have a, a great uh, performance Saturday, um, 19 of 22 uh, for, let's see, what was 19 of 22, 173 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. Solid day. Uh, but the thing is, he's done that for the past two scrimmages also. And Mason, I mean, Mason was not bad. I mean, he was 17 of 29 for 152. Uh, he did have two turnovers, of which one I would give to him. Um, but he has been very good throughout the spring. So I think that you come out feeling very good about your, your top two quarterbacks going into the summer. And Mason's waited a long time, but but it's almost people have to remember that he hasn't had all those reps because Holton's had him for, you know, a decade, basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and, and Alex has waited a long time, too. Yeah. You know, Alex is his fourth year in the program. Mason's his third year in the program. So both of them have been here. Um and you know it's a it's a good situation to be in. Yeah, when you uh, when you start summer practice and, and those t- guys going at it, how much of it is it a competition like every other position is? Everything in our program is a competition. Yeah, and it's you know you you the things that our program is based on. Uh, you know the biggest thing is you know you do what you say and you say what you do. You know there's a reason why Elijah Morris has a scholarship. He came here as a walk on. Kerry King. There's a reason why certain guys, you know, have earned the right to, to, to play and certain guys don't earn the right to play. Is it, You know, you, you get what you earn. And uh, you can't treat any position any different than any other position. So it's, you know, it's a competition. Mike Houston there. We got to get our final break in. Um, let's get the likes up on YouTube. We got 24, 25 more people watching than we have likes. By the time we get back to our final wrap-up segment here, let's get that number up. Just hit that thumb, hit the subscribe, and let's all go home on this Monday happy. You'll be happy you did something nice for us. We'll be happy that you were able to do that after we provided a three-hour program for you today in which we talked a lot of pirate hoops, pirate football, pirate baseball. And like people are probably thinking, all right, well, what else do I have to do? Is there more? No. No. That's it. That's it. That is all you have to do. Hit the thumb. Thumb us. Smash the like. Smash the sub. We want to be thumbed. And we'll be back to wrap it up after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. 
Welcome back. Taking a quick look at your stock market. The Dow was down, or excuse me, up 101 points and uh, closed out at 33,586. The NASDAQ was down three points at 12,084. And the S&P was up just four points, closed out the day at uh, 4,109. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors uh, today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back into the show. Here's Flip. All right, O's baseball coming your way tonight on Pirate Radio. They take on the A's, the worst team in baseball. We'll join that one after the Brian Bailey Show. The Braves taking on the Cincinnati Reds. Shirley's Red Sox taking on the only undefeated team in baseball. Which is the Tampa Bay Rays. 9-0 to start the season. Uh, so all that coming up tonight on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Da Buck. Had a fun one today. We'll do it again on Tuesday. Join us 3 o'clock for an all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live for Shirley Chanman. I'm Cliff Brock. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.